Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm caps lock different. It's facts, not fiction. Said I black out for real, then the track gone missing. If it's cap, I'm dipping. We ain't talking about a move, then it's flatline finished. When I spaz, I'm grinning. Pull a peel off in the Sadies and I pass by spinning. It's perks with the slate, but I don't have my skinnage. Took a quick trip and now I'm back home winning. And I see they eyes pop like I snack on spinach. Pull up to the spot, she try and grab my digits. I'm already eight shots ahead. He passed my limit. He go wow. hazards with a dash full of tickets. I'ma act like I don't see him. Like I bad eye vision. Y'all can't pass my scrimmage. Why y'all tripping? It's Aruba. I realized I had to. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 177 of Psychotic and Iconic. Pals here along with my co-hosts Nick Theories and Philly Phil. Thank you to everybody that's tuned in to the live stream tonight. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and share it. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. What's up, brother? What's up, man? What's going on, man? Just watching watching these Phillies. I think my I think my my mic needs to be turned up. It's a regular. I think it's a little low. Hey yo, Philly Phil, can you hurt? Can you uh pump me up? Yeah, I don't hear you, bro. Mic check, mic check, mic check, mic check, oh, mic check. Someone fuck with these things over the weekend. Oh, maybe uh, your nephew? Yeah, my nephew Colton. He probably messed around with the with the buttons. That's okay. He done messed around cool. and made it personal. It's personal. Yeah, it's cool. It's all good. You sound good. We back. Yeah, all right, we yeah. back. We're, yeah, we're back. We're back. We're good. All right, we're so rocking. The Phillies we're are currently what is it? Eight two. It's eight two. Yeah, we're actually currently uh, absolutely kicking their ass. Yeah, and it's not going back to Atlanta. And that's no cap. Now, give me your pessimistic side. Well, I hope not. It's not going back to it. I hope not. No way. You think no way. You think they throw out Strider tomorrow? If they know what's good for him. Even though, but we'll rock his ass, too. It yeah, don't that's a fact. It don't matter. Or do you think they, do you think the Braves roll the dice and say, hey, I think we can get one in Philadelphia and then we could take it back home with Strider on the mound? I just, no, I don't. I really don't. Dude. It's, it's interesting. It's an interesting play. You could do that. I, f- I feel like you have to try and get the win. You have to because the goal yeah, is now is to just is to, to survive. Yeah. The goal now is if to they survive. Win tonight. Right. If they win it's tonight, one game at a time at this point yeah. for them. Um, um, if the Phillies do complete this game, I mean, I'm we are anticipating them yeah. to close this out, but there is no guarantees in sports. So. It is awesome though because I, I I can't stand the race. and just to watch this happen and Bryce Harper hitting two homers, staring uh, staring uh, Arcia down. It's amazing. You know, they were the overwhelming favorites to to win the World Series. Last week, I think they were like plus 150, like with the last, I don't know, on on this round. I I mean, you can measure analytics and all that before the round. You can't measure heart. No, that's the problem. Yeah, no, it is. And I think uh, like a lot of things play out in baseball. It's like, oh, another home run. Who? Another home run. Who? It's 9 2. Castellanos with his second of the day Uh solo shot. That's so weird. Castellanos and Bryce Harper before the game, they wore the I'm coming they Colorado Beyond Prime gear. They done fucked around and made it personal. And you know what's funny? They both got two home runs each. Because wonder, they made I it. what those odds were. Because they made personal. There you go. That's the episode name tonight. It's personal. Pers- it's personal. Yeah. That's the episode. Didn't we, do that we already did that. Episode? Yeah. We, we did? did that with Hackett. Yeah. Nathaniel oh, Hackett. Oh shit. We did. Damn, it would have been perfect tonight. 
It's all right. It's all good. We'll figure it out. Um, All right. Let's get back into football. Um, Start with fantasy. Give me your freak of the week besides yourself. Um, My freak of the week is Jamar Chase. I mean, 52 fantasy points, 15 catches on 19 targets, 192 yards and three touchdowns is insane uh, against the Arizona Cardinals in Arizona. That's my freak of the week. Who's your geek of the week? Geek of the week is James Cook. Five carries minus four yards. (laughs) <laughs> he had three he had three catches for 25 yards, which kind of salvaged his day to a degree, but it's still poor performance with 5.1 fantasy points. It's not going to cut it. He's in the um, green. And he's been he's been excellent this year, too. I think it's just one of those weeks that just they couldn't get the you know the run game going in uh in London. So um yeah, no, that's yeah. my geek of the week. Mine's Ramondre Stevenson. Eight carries, 24 yards. Oh, oh wait, I'm so sorry. Another home run. The Phillies just hit another home run. And this Marsh. time is Brandon Marsh. Man, I love this guy. Me too. He's a straight baller. I really love this guy, man. Like, there's something like, like he just fits this team because, like, I feel like he just has that energy. He's a gamer, dude. He's a he's gamer. South yeah. Like, he's a teammate. He's a definition of a teammate. You want to play with him? Yeah. Like, pause. He doesn't care about the accolades, doesn't care about the stats. He just wants to win and he loves his guys. Like, it's, it's crazy, man. He really does. That's cool, bro. 10-2 Phillies update. That's Love wild. That. Love that. So it was Ramondre Stevenson. Eight carries, 24 yards, oh, two receptions, mm. 2.4 points. I hope it's just the defenses that they've been playing the last three weeks because the first two weeks he was good. But if you're a Ramondre Stevenson owner, you're concerned. Are you concerned? Because you are one. Yeah, uh, I am concerned. Um, like I said, the only thing that has me like, all right, it's about to turn around was – his first two weeks were okay. What do you do with him? Do you is is he a player where somebody could potentially buy low because of his a, potential? Yes, I think he's a buy low. Hmm. I do. I think he's a buy low because I think that he has the skill set to thrive for fantasy, dude. He gets a lot of targets. They don't really have pass catchers. He can thrive in that mode. But the problem is their offense has been abysmal. Yeah, like legitimately not existent. So I don't know if 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 they go to zap with that change. I really have no idea. Because I, I've never seen a Patriots offense look that inept, and that's that's where I'm that's where I'm kind of getting to is like, is is Ramondre Stevenson is he worth it at this point? I don't know. Like, but because because of the offense that he's in, what what are, like if you were looking to trade for him, what would you get back as an owner? Like, what would you what would you be willing to get? Caesar. Caesar? Yeah. That's, <laughs> <laughs> we got to clip that. We clip that. Um, Caesar? Well, I don't really know because here's the thing. Like That's crazy, fam. That is fucking crazy. I feel like like for me, if you're if I'm selling like if I was to trade him, I'm not trading him for nonsense. Like I'm still trading him as if he's a viable fantasy option all day long. I agree. I think he's still good. I think he I, is I, good. And like I said, it's situation is tricky though because Zeke is getting a lot of work too, and the Patriots Ramondre, don't move the football. They, they the have a, it's weird. With Outside them. of last week, he was still dominating touches. And the on, the difference with Ramondre this year is he's dominating goal line touches. They're just not getting to the fucking yeah. the first two weeks, the right. first three weeks. They're the just last two weeks, it, they know. haven't gotten to the goal line. Mm-hmm. But he was getting the goal line work too. So there is there is like an outlook of optimism with him. It's just like you know you're gonna either way. It's a gamble. If you sell him, you're risking potentially losing an RB1. An RB1. For for cheap. And but if you hold him and he doesn't pan out, it's dead weight. So 
it's to me it's worth it to, i mean look it's, it, to me it's worth the whole anytime you can have an, a potential rb1 on your hands with the pool being so thin it's worth the wait it's worth to hold the, the player at that point yeah right I, I i understand the offense that he's in and i know like the role that he's playing right now and the way things have transpired over the last couple of weeks but that's not somebody that i would kind of just give up on quick like that i'm not you have Bra to look Braj, at the situation. Brawls was trying to do that. You got to well, look to know what's going to happen. You got to know what has already occurred, right? Oh, I'm spitting. Yeah, go ahead. I'm fucking spitting. Go right. ahead and look at look at Ramondre Stevenson's numbers last year. Correct. The receiving yards are going to uptick. There, there's going to be that production there. So anytime you can have somebody that can catch passes like he did last season, which I think they have to implement more on this offense. I think he's going to, his value is going to increase as the season progresses. That would take the fucking pressure off of Mac and the offensive line. The dump offs. Yeah. I just, they're not there. They will be though. That's what, no, no, no. They, I'm saying they, they have they to open to, it up. They got to figure out a way to make that effective. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I trust me. I and know, I think I'm it's still there. I think they're, they're going to be smart enough to, to make adjustments. So, I, I mean, look, it, I I would be a guy to buy to buy low on them. Sure, I wouldn't get equal value. Well, look, I mean, how much the the percentages of the snaps? Stevenson's what fifty six percent to Zeke's forty four or something like that. Is it a sixty forty split? It's it's over sixty forty. I mean, he's he he the against the uh, who they play before the Saints, the Jets. Mm -hmm. He had nineteen carries. Zeke, I think, had six. Oh, they played the Cowboys. The Cowboys. It was yeah. nineteen to six. Well, that was a Zeke game. In fairness. But no, I'm saying Zeke only had six carries. Oh. To Ramondre's 19. Ramondre just... Versus Dallas? It. Yes. Or maybe it was the game before that against the Jets. Whatever it was. I forget who it was, but it was like 19 to 6. Oh, Dallas. Zeke? Yeah. Oh, it was against the Jets. And then Dallas, he had 14 carries. This week, he had eight. So it's like... It's weird. Ramondre's dominating the work. It's just yeah. he hasn't been doing shit with it. But... Hopefully this week, turn around, they're playing the Raiders. The Raiders aren't that good on defense, and and we'll go from there. It's just inefficiency is what I see. It's 19 carries for 38 yards. It's Right. It's it's three yards a carry. 2.1, 3.3, 3.1, 2.1, 3 3.0. That was from week one to week five. Yeah, I know. You don't have to repeat it to me. <laughs> I know how bad it is. I'm potting. I know. This it hurts. A, I, I'm, not, I'm not picking on you. No, I know. This is not. I'm. I'm not picking on you, bro. You should. Why? Because I'm embarrassing the fantasy football. It's not true though, because if you look at the stats, you actually score up there with the best of them. You gotta find a positive with, and I, negative, bro. I'd rather. <laughs> I'd rather score with the worst of them and be in a, and have a few wins. Yeah, but mathematically, it's always going to be on your side. Eventually, it's going to flip. The tables will turn. You just don't know when. It's been three you, years. I, I, I get it. I get it. I, I, I get it. I get it. It's all I, good. Though. I, I tried robbing Seamus this morning. He wasn't having it, though. I get it. I mean, your ship is kind of sailing to the to the wrong end of the uh, the spectrum. Yeah, I got but, an iceberg about 10 feet in front of me. But don't give up. So we'll see. I'm not. I'm not. All right. Scooper Poop. Amari D. Mercado. Poop. You got to scoop the uh, Keontae Ingram. That guy is listed number one on the depth chart. There is a lot of people that spent their free agent budget on, on Demari DiMarcado, and they woke up this morning happy until lunchtime. They were fed up with it. That was that is actually that sucks. So funny that that report came out because like every I everything you were reading, it was he was the one, and then Keontae Ingram. Oh. 
Bro, he had 77% in the snaps. Yeah, I don't understand He that. scored 12 points something uh, fantasy points. You're thinking this is the guy that's going to take the work, you know, when uh, Connor's out. This yeah. is the guy. No, it's Keontae Ingram. I know. Crazy. That really does suck. Crazy. Although, does it really mean much, though, with the, the whole depth chart? Because B. John Robinson was number three on the, on the Falcons depth chart, and we all knew that he was a number one regardless. Yeah, but I think that's a little bit different, dude. Why? Because I feel like everybody knew what Bijan was, and it could have been some gamesmanship or or something like that, just something a little off. With Di Mercado, I mean, he should be listed as the starter. Like, yeah, yeah, based off the game that he just came off of. Yeah, yeah like I, imagine I, having, I the, so. having a great game, and then you get on there, you're second on the depth chart. Di Mercado so, is insane. I know. Curtis Samuel. Poop. I'm I'm not a believer. Um, I think he's a gadget kind of guy. I think he has opportunities to produce, but I don't know. I'm 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 off the uh, the wide receivers for for the. So listen uh, to me, Darius. I think you are one of the best fantasy football players I know. Um, I come to you for advice. I listen to you. You've helped me in uh, my thoughts. I think you are so wrong about Curtis Samuel. I had him last year too. Curtis Samuel is is a type of player that you normally love. He has no name. He gets anywhere from eight to ten targets, and he puts up twelve points a week. I had him before. I'm I'm scooping Balls. all day. Come on, man. I know I'm trying to be. I'm mature. not. I'm scooping all day. Okay. I'm scooping all day. He was great. I wanted to get him. It was just. I, here's what's funny, dude. I got outbid for D Mercado, and I put everything on it. He, you know what? Maybe I am wrong on him. I just look at his may, last three weeks. Maybe, maybe the past experience I had with him that one Here's time, I, I just kind of soured on him, dude. Like that could have happened. Jahan I, had Dotson, him, I had him when he was on Carolina. He supplanted Jahan Dotson as the number two. Hmm. And Sam Howell throws the ball a lot. Sam Howell, I think, number is ranked number eleven in fantasy quarterbacks. Sam Dotson. So I, I just he's quietly very good. I know. I know. He's, he's getting overshadowed because they're not winning. Another Reds, uh, another commander, Logan Thomas. You know about my guy, man, Scoop. <laughs> Scoop he's Logan, he's good too. He's, he's actually doing. number nine in fantasy this year in points, and he's coming off a 11-target game, uh, seven catches for 77 yards. And, uh, yeah, this guy's a monster. I think he's going to get the targets moving forward. I like Logan Thomas. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a Scoop. I'm Scoop too. The problem with Logan Thomas was his health. Yeah, Logan Thomas is good. You need a tight end, yo. Why don't you hit my jack? I don't need a tight end. You know, you, you, why? Who you got? I got Kyle Pitts. Oh my god, <laughs> he's super ass, but he's on team piles. He did ball out this week, though. I was cracking up. It's I couldn't one, believe it. Yeah, I couldn't believe it either. I, that's not crazy. But I, I might believe it. But I might have to hit your jack for him. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Don't try and rob me. I don't do that. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't do that though. That's All not. Right. That's not my game. All right. Josh Downs. Yeah. <laughs> Scoop. Josh Downs is a target machine. Uh, I really like him. I think, like, when I watch him, he gets open. He gets separation. He he has a knack for the first down marker. Like, I think he's a really good player. I would scoop him. I would scoop also. He's really good. Mm -hmm. Broadbank got a really good pickup. Yeah, he did. Good for him. He don't deserve him, though. <laughs> um, all right. Let's get into NFL Week 5 recap. Bears beat down the Commanders 40-20. to 20. Justin Fields has himself a day again for the second week in a row. Do you think this Justin Fields is here to stay? I mean, look, over his past two games, he's got like 600 yards, eight touchdowns, one interception, and 127 rating. But 
to three games before that, he's had like a 65% rating with four, three touchdowns and four interceptions. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know what to make of him. I, I really don't. I'll be honest with you, man. Like that's cool and all, but like, I'm still not impressed. Like I, I understand he's playing a lot better. Like Justin Fields is playing a lot better the last two weeks. Don't get me wrong. I mean, look at the stats, but how efficient was he that, you know, this week? 51.7% completion percentage. I was just looking at that, dude. I mean, like when I look at it, it, it's, it's cute with the four touchdowns. I get it. Like it looks good. Four touchdowns, zero picks, 282 yards. Yeah, that's a good game. I think that's a pretty good game for him. For him, I, I would say it's a good game. But when I look at the efficiency, I, it wasn't there. I know they won by 20, but 51.7% completions. I mean, I don't know. I, I think that could be trouble with with other teams. When you're playing against the Commanders, which I do think they are a pretty good team, and I'm surprised they actually beat them. So Me too, I, I'm to surprised. I'm surprised they put up 40 in Washington, too. Because I think the commanders are a pretty solid team. So, like, I was surprised by that, the, you know, the result. But, you know, I, I'm not I'm not impressed, though, overall. I think he still has a lot more growing to do. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think he's seen the field a lot better, to be honest with you, Mike. I feel like, for me, with Justin Fields is you have to see what he does the rest of the year. Like, all right, these could be stepping stones. Mm-hmm. But he needs to do this consistently. Not throw four touchdowns and all that. Two touchdowns, 300 yeah. yards. Right. Three touchdowns, 250 yards. Is he using his legs? Is he Again, it all comes back to the same thing. Look at the air yards. Look at the throws. I don't care if DJ Moore is running wide open 40 yards down the field and he hits him in the chest. He should do that. I'm talking about when he runs a 10-yard in or he runs a quick slant, is he putting the ball in the necessary spot to lead the receiver to go forward? Is he throwing him open? Is he is like is, is he throwing it in the tight windows in coverage? Is he reading the defense? Is he going through his progressions in that? That's what I need to see from Justin Fields. That's what you need to see. Totally and agree. That, and that's the evaluation that it should be for the rest of the year. Because if your team is ass, you got to move on. Right. Because there's it's a it's a draft full of quarterbacks. The only thing that this performance does is kind of buy him a little bit more time. I think it bought him two, three weeks. I think if so. he comes out and shits to bed over the next few weeks. Yeah, I think it bought him a little bit. I think it bought him more time because all the hype coming into the season. Now you're kind of starting to see him actually kind of turn the corner the last two weeks. And, you know, look, look, I'm not going to take away from him. I think he plays. He's been playing really well. I just I'm not a big believer moving forward. I know they have the Vikings, the Raiders uh, in the next two weeks. So I think that those are two possible wins. So who knows? Maybe he could change the whole narrative in the whole season and everybody's going to be like, oh, here come the Bears. You know, who knows? I mean, look, the next two weeks are possible to win. The Vikings don't have Jefferson and they play in the Raiders in Chicago. So, like, to me, they have two two home games in a row yeah. against two measly opponents right now. So yeah, to me, like, those are two teams, winnable games. Yeah. You should smoke. They should. You should smoke. That's what it is. That's what you need to see from him. It's just, I don't know yet. I just, like, my thing is, is you have people like, it's so funny because I posted that thing on TikTok and Instagram, the reel of mm. me ripping Justin Fields. And now you got people coming back to it saying, oh, he's a clown. Look at what Justin Fields just did. And it's like, okay, so you'll take two games where he threw eight touchdowns and one interception. That's enough to tell you that he's the shit. But the other 30 games you're going to ignore. I'm so happy you said that. Because 
that's 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 the confusion I have with Justin Fields. When he plays good, and DJ Moore has 300 yards, 75 catches, and 80 touchdowns, he's got enough to win. Yeah. He's the shit. But when he loses, the coaching's ass. Mm -hmm. He's got nobody to throw to. The O-line is trash. The, the, the uh, play calling is trash. And it's like, okay, both things aren't true. So what is it with Justin Fields? He's either got it or he doesn't. I'm so happy you said that, too, about like, oh, yeah, you know, I got people jumping in the comments when he had a good game. That's what happened with Kyle Pitts. I'm not, not to get off, off, off subject here, but last week when he played the Jaguars, right, in London, he had two catches for 21 yards. Nobody jumped in my comments. Everybody said free Kyle Pitts with a hashtag, right? Then this week, this week, he had a good week against the Texans, right? Seven catches, 87 yards. You can't deny the production there. He, he was good. And everybody was coming in my comments, crushing me. And I'm like, where the fuck were you last week when he had two catches for 21 yards? Where the fuck were you? You know what I say to That's some people? bullshit. Like, that's the shit that I hate. It's like the energy is never consistent. Oh, no. At least my energy is consistent. I was still clapping back even when he had seven catches for 87 yards. I don't care. Me too. But here's it's one thing. game. This is what I say to them. Um, I say it to all of them. And I just tell them, like, look, we are hiring dick eaters. Please send us a DM and we'll review <laughs> your application and we will review your comment. And judging by the comment, they look like they will be a good hire. I've said that to about 500,000 people over the past few weeks because it's so funny when you get on there and they're just popping off and they're trying to say this and that and try and make you look stupid. Like the one with LeBron. Yeah. Where I'm getting crazy. roasted in these comments. But the guy roasting me is telling me that the picture, I'm a, look, I'm a dumbass because I'm saying the picture is what makes him the GOAT. But they don't have Kyrie on the on the fucking poster. And I'm like, because he wasn't on the team in 2018. Yeah. Like, you're coming at me, calling me a clown, telling me I wasn't old enough to see Jordan. But you don't even know who was on the team and what I'm arguing in the in the video. And then the funny part is, is they call you a casual. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a, a casual. casual. Yeah, I, I don't understand. Oh, yeah, like, you're so, such a casual. Like, yeah. shut the fuck up. I know. And you're then, such like, a dork. And shut I, the fuck up. And then, like, I laugh about that, too, because, like, you know, the one guy comes on there and says something. I'm like, get your fucking Fred Sanford gray-ass beard out of my comments. And all of a sudden, he's DMing me trying to <laughs> yeah. say something. And I'm like, bro, you look like you're in fucking Watts as a junk man. And you're sitting there going to comment me? Like, bro, my beard was clean, fresh shave. I made it at 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that shit was so funny, man. Yeah, I know. I woke up. The I comments saw that, are crazy. I woke up. I saw that photo and I'm like, damn, I got to let the world know about this. And then next thing I know, about four or five hours later, dude, I'm questioning, like, you know, should I walk down the street and like casually jump off the bridge? No, so I, 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 no. I actually don't give a fuck. You know what I did? I actually enjoy it because I think it's hilarious. But I did learn a lot about this, bro. If you post on the Internet and especially like in our setting where we're being really vulnerable. Yeah. You have to have really tough skin because like you, that, I understand cyberbullying now. Like, look, here's the thing. I, I still believe in, like, I'm still not the whole, like, when we grew up, words couldn't hurt me. Yeah. Now, when you're growing up, words could send you into a fucking a frenzy and make you do crazy shit. But that's neither That's what they there. say. I'm just saying, I'm still fine with what they say because I could care less about what they say. I think it's hilarious. And I love going back at them. And when I really crush them, like, you know, some guy comes in there and his fucking hairline's receding all the way to the back of his head. And I remind him of that. And yeah. he says, like, yo, your trash is so take. And I'm like, well, either your barber's really bad or you should put on a fucking hat when you make that comment. Isn't that the funniest stuff? Oh, it's amazing. It's, it is the it, best. It's just so funny because I know how to trash them. And then yeah. everybody's laughing at him in the comments. And then it's just, uh, it's a, a fucking wildfire from there. It is a lot of fun. I just don't I, like to me, it doesn't phase me because it's like they don't realize 
your hateful comment is helping me out. By the yeah. time that you are writing that post, you're giving me, you're giving me two views because it's taking you a long ass paragraph. And if that video keeps rolling, thank you for the views. <laughs> I don't care. The best is that. One so view. you're doing me a service by trashing me. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I don't even know you. You don't even know me. So why do I care what the fuck somebody else actually thinks? Yeah. When people actually master the art of we are just a speck in this little ass. <laughs> In this little ass universe, we are nothing but a piece of grain of sand. You don't care. You move a lot differently. Dude. Like you just don't give a fuck who says what about you and about what. I don't care. You can say whatever you want. To I me, got, you're helping us out. Thank some you. Guy, for, thank some you guy, some guy, Jake, some guy, Jake, uh, DM us this whole thing, and he was saying how trash I was, and I just asked him why, and he went on this whole fucking. Is it about the LeBron and uh, Jordan one? No, this is about uh, Herbert and Tua. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jacob Gentry, and I just said to him, I just responded, LMAO, I hope you find peace, brother. Like, yeah. to, I, like I just, I didn't even know what to say to that, bro. I, I mean, like, what am I supposed to say to? This he was is the lazy, out. This is the laziest reasoning I've ever heard. You sound like my grandpa explaining why a black QB won't make it. I'm sorry. I was talking about uh, Justin Fields. I, I don't understand it. I, I just don't understand Philly's it. won. They just closed it. Supreme. All right. Let's get on track here. Should, oh, Ron, should Ron Rivera be on the hot seat? Yo, we were just potting. We're going to talk about Ron Rivera right now. All right. I can rock with it. Should he be on the hot seat? Nah. Just let it play out. See how the rookie quarterback does for, for the rest of the season. If if it doesn't pan out, you can move directions. That's fine. I, I have no problem with that. But don't fire him during the season. What are you? What are you looking to get out of it? He should absolutely be fired. Why, bro? Ron Rivera is the most is one of if not the most overrated coach of all time. I'm dead ass serious, dude. He had one winning season in Atlanta, and everything else was middies. Seven Atlanta. and nine, eight. I mean, in, in Carolina, Carolina, seven and nine, eight and eight, six and ten, seven and nine. 15 and one, eight and eight, seven and nine. Ron Rivera, he goes to the commanders. They're mediocre too. They're ass. Ron Rivera is so overrated. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. It's not working. It's not working. Give it to be enemy. It could be past his prime. You could be right about that. He didn't have a prime. He had a prime Cam Newton, and that was all he had. He had one good season with Carolina and zero good seasons with the commanders. So what are we doing here? He should absolutely be on the hot seat. Well, yeah, he's 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 living off the name of the Super Bowl. He's riding off the coattails of the Super Bowl. Absolutely. That's all it is. I mean, the same kind of goes for Sean Payton. Right. But once you get there, it's like that's a feat in it's itself, safe. though. I mean, it's yeah, safe. like that's a that's always that's on your legacy forever. Like you went to a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, no, to I, me, it's like, I, just, I just I'm not a fan of Ron Rivera. I think I think he's all bark, no bite. I think he, uh, I just he don't do it for me. I, I just think he's a mediocre coach. I, I think really he's do. a 500 coach. He is. If I look up his if I look up his record right now, I can guarantee you it's 500. I can guarantee you. Nah, it's a few games over because he had that I, 15 in one season, Mo. So then, what was it? What, what's his overall thing? I think it was like 74 and 67. Let me, let me look it up. 74 and 67. His overall record? Something like that. 74, 67, and one or something. Like so that. his overall record is. 193 with two ties. So he's point point five one eight. So he's a little over 500. But the Good postseason, call. but the postseason is trash. Three and five. Yeah. And he, he don't even get there a lot. It was just Cam Newton. And that division was shit. He was winning the division at eight and eight. So. That's true. But, all right. I'm ready to move on because I'm going to talk about the birds. Yeah, facts. Eagles beat the Rams 23 to 14. Do you think their offense is back on track finally? Because it looked good to me. Fam, I don't even know where this narrative is coming from. 
with this Eagles offense not playing well. I I, I don't get it. Where 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 is this narrative coming from? Twitter. Is it is it based on people's high expectations of the Eagles in the season where they had to score forty points in order for everybody to be like, oh yeah, that's the Eagles. There they go. You know what I mean? Yeah. To be to be respected, we got to put up forty. Is that what it takes? Basically, yeah. Because right? I, I said this before. Like I feel like, but that's funny though, right? Hold on. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. I, I didn't mean that. But they're second in the NFL in rushing yards per game. Second in the NFL. And they're passing their top 10 unit. They're number 10 right now in passing in the whole league. So they're number two in rushing and they're 10 in passing. That's not like you're not lacking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're up there with the best of them. Number two against with running the football, you're number two in the league. With a defense like that, you have the formula to win, regardless of what your quarterback can and cannot do at the moment. You know what I mean? Like, he could struggle, and the Eagles can still win. That's the point I'm making. Because when you can run the football like that, second highest in the league, and play excellent defense. Yeah, I just, for me with the Eagles, dude, it's just a matter of, uh, it's, do they look comfortable in what they're doing? But here's the thing. Again, I said this. I would rather work out kinks at 5-0 and than have to work out kinks and be like Dallas. You know what I'm saying? Like, nothing is wrong with the Eagles. The only thing I would say the Eagles is, again, they need to look more. For me, the only thing is with the Eagles, they just look to sputter at times. Like, they still have the big play. Like, that play, the halftime, they went 75 yards in, what, 30 seconds with A.J. Brown? What about the opening drive? Let's talk about that. Discuss uh, that. Uh, I traded Dallas Goddard, so that's why that happened. He was no longer succumbed to having. But that money. was, but that was the Eagles' offense that we were looking for. Correct. When we were, when we talked about it in the offseason with Dallas Goddard, right? Yes. We, that was the expectations that we expected to see from Dallas Goddard. Those kind of plays. Yes. Big plays down the field. You know what I mean? It, like just making it happen, getting, 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 getting open in the red zone, using his big body on. You know what I mean? Like to yeah. just, to, just to get open. And and he and he did that. My that was the thing that I was saying that was scaring me with Goddard because it's like, are they do they just have too much to make him like a focal point in the offense, mm -hmm. like a key hog? Yeah, and he can be because he's you can still utilize the shit out of him. Absolutely, like Dallas Goddard's really good. It's just a matter of you need to scheme it. But I think the offensive coordinator is also getting better as well. I just feel like, you know, they have to learn things. They're they just have to get comfortable so, in the offense. Like, they're just absolutely. so good that they can overcome those mistakes. Absolutely. And their quarterback is elite enough to overcome those mistakes. So that's where I am with that. I don't think the Eagles offense is playing that bad. I don't know. I, I, it's I, not, it just doesn't I look think as people pretty. Are being, I, I just think people are being spoiled. So just shut up. Correct. Just shut up. They, they, they won by nine in L.A. Would you rather be one of the three other Bro, East, NFC East teams? Eight. Look, if you think your quarterback is struggling or the offense is struggling, that's fine. But when you can run the ball, the second highest in the league, I don't care what you do passing the ball, you're going to have some success. You just are because you play good defense. You're chewing up the clock. If you move the chains on those runs, which you will if you're running at the second highest in the league and, and, and yards per game, you're going to be a lot more successful. Nine times out of ten, you're going to win the football game. That's how I see it. That's maximizing your your chances to win. And when Hurts and AJ Brown get it together, they're unstoppable. I know it's too it, hard to it, see. It's once. too hard because and then they had that excellent defense to pair with that. That's hard to beat. That's hard to beat. 
and, and a complete team. The thing is, too, is like with the running game, like that's not going anywhere. You have the best offensive line in football. And we could say, you know what? Our special team's damn near good, too. Fucking excellent. Jake Elliott, he's awesome. He's awesome. He's awesome. Yeah. So the Eagles, they don't have many weaknesses. So whatever we're talking about them struggling, I, I just I'm not I'm not I'm not there yet. I'm not there. I'm not. I'm just not. Your second because they run for 160 fucking yards a game. What more do you want? 164 yards a game. And Jalen Hurts is thrown for 300. Number one is Miami. They had a fucking 70 point game. <laughs> yeah. Their running back had 200 and something rushing yards. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, their numbers a little inflated. But guess what? We're ahead of San Francisco. Everybody thinks that they're the juggernaut. The Eagles, they run it just as well as San Francisco. We're better than San Francisco. I know a few weeks ago I said that San Francisco is the best. We're better than San Francisco. Statistically, right now, for five weeks, the Eagles are a better rushing team than San Francisco. It's facts. Yeah, not fiction. It's just the, the, the stats tell me 164 versus 156. Long term, do you have the better back? Absolutely. Absolutely. But if our running back committee, along with Jalen Hurts, along with DeAndre Swift, along with Gainwell, if they can give us 164 yards a game consistently, we're golden. You got fresh legs week in and week out because not, you don't have one person just taking the whole load. You know what I mean? Huh? I know. I get it. Well, I, I didn't know how, how else to represent it. <laughs> what do you want me to say? Um, which one? Jason Kelsey had a meltdown on the sideline. I loved it. Did you? Because here's the thing. I, I know care everybody, for it. everybody was saying like, "Oh, is it something it? or nothing." I just feel like the Eagles players, coaches. That's how they communicate. Nothing is taken personal. And when they have a, they, when they have a little bickerment, they just speak out and they move past it. But I don't ever feel like it's in a disrespectful manner to the point where it was with Diggs versus Allen last year. I don't think it's like that. And Bro, that just happened is, again. This is nothing, dog. This is nothing. What's 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 the it's worst? emotions and passion? That's all it is. Jason, what's what's the worst that's gonna happen in this situation? Realistically, what's gonna happen? Jason Kelsey's gonna offer, he he's gonna want to trade. He's fucking damn near retired. What's gonna happen? He's gonna he's gonna retire in Philly, regardless. Yeah. Regardless of what's going on right now or whatever outburst that he had, it doesn't matter. He's still gonna retire as an eagle. So to me, whatever happened in the, on, on the sideline, it doesn't matter. It, to me, it's water under the bridge. I guarantee you they're probably laughing about it. Oh, yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? Like, it's just in the moment. Like, I'm pissed off about something. Like, like, like maybe we should have called something that I'm looking at. I'm telling you guys we should call something, and you're not calling it because they're playing a certain type of defense. I don't know. It could be something like that, All right? I want to I pivot here because I really wanted to talk about this. How many wide receivers would you take over Cooper Cup? Cooper Cup returned this week. I meant to say this first. Cooper, Cooper Cup returned this week, and he was dominant. Looked like he didn't miss four weeks. And I know you're a big Cooper Cup guy, so I yeah, wanted to yeah. hear. Give me a list of receivers that you would definitively take over Cooper Cup. Wow, that, there's it's, there's not many. I, let's go here. We could do it like I, this. I, all right, let's go. Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs. I, I I'm gonna go Cooper Cup. I would take Stefan Diggs. I'm not. Um, Jamar Chase. Cup. I'm taking Chase. Okay. You're taking Cup over Chase? I have to rethink that one, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Cup is fucking good, man. All right, go, go, go get Devontae Adams. I gotta go. I, I gotta go Adams here. All right. I, I I'm taking Adams. It's close. Fuck out of here, bro. It's close, bro. It's close. Justin Jefferson. 
I don't know, man. So you think he's the best wide receiver in football? I don't think he's the best wide receiver. I just named fucking five of the top ones, and you said, I, I don't think know. It's hard, bro, because, like, it's like. It's hard. How do you actually. <laughs> yeah, Phil, that's it. That's the episode name. It's you know, hard. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I feel like he's he's just as good as all of them. Here's what hurts Cooper Cup's case. When you watch him, what are you seeing that he lacks that everybody else does that he that that excels at? I can tell I, you I what it is. What? I can tell you what it is. The fact that Puka came in and was essentially him. What the fuck does that matter? Scheme. Bro, he came back after missing fucking first that. four games. I understand. Had eight that. catches and had, and had a buck 18 against the Eagles. So, do you think that he would have the same production, less production, or more production if you switch him and Devontae Adams? If you switch him and Devontae Adams. If you put him on the Raiders with Jimmy J, Jacoby Myers, and you put Devontae Adams in his spot, I think they're I two feel- different receivers, bro. That's what I'm saying. But I Devontae think, Adams would still do Devontae Adams things. I mean, he just proved that with going le- leading the league last year in touchdowns. But if you put Cooper Cup with a lesser tier t- QB, is he really the same Cooper Cup? I don't know about that. I really don't because well, why do we got to do that? Because that's why how you judge wide receivers. But why can't we just appreciate his greatness and where he's at? Because he is great. But the point I'm trying to make is, is that you there are receivers like who's a, who's a AJ Brown. Like, A.J. Brown's a physical specimen. So you're saying a wide receiver that's adaptable. Is that what you're saying? I, I'm Is that saying, what you're saying? I, no. I, I, I'm, I'm confused. No, no, no. You're just trying to wiggle out. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm I, I have nothing to, say, to wiggle, bro. There's I'm trying to, to say, if you put Cooper Cup in a situation where he's not in a great offensive scheme, can he still produce numbers like that? Because... Puka Naku is a fifth-round pick. Nobody knew who he was. He comes in. He steps into Cooper Cup's role, and it looked like Cooper Cup. Maybe he's really good. Bro. Maybe he's really good, Mike. Oh, my God. So do you think he would be doing this shit with Justin Jefferson? I mean, with Justin Fields? Uh, well, let's see. Puka Nakua, I think he had a damn damn good game against the Eagles. He 71 did. yards, seven catches, and a touchdown. He so, did. like, his production didn't all drop. the attention of... was going on the cup. But I'm just saying, could it be scheme? Could it be scheme? I mean... I'm gonna. I, I think he's fucking good. He. No. I don't t- care, bro. That's not what I asked. You, all right. Put Cooper Cup in Buffalo. Yeah. I guarantee you, he does the same shit that Stephon no, Diggs does. He doesn't. He doesn't. I guarantee he does he has not. The same he does not. You want to know why? He would have the same numbers. No, bro. he wouldn't. You want to yes, know why? Would. No, he wouldn't. Why? Because your quarterback isn't as efficient as Matt Stafford because he does not throw the short intermediate pass as well as Matt Stafford. Therefore, if you're only relying on the deep ball shit, he's a little bit easier to cover. What makes Cooper Cup great is the shiftiness, and you know that. Absolutely. But guess what? Bills, what they do is they like to bring Diggs in motion put him in the slot, get him matched up with a linebacker, and then they they target him in the middle of the field, on the out routes, everything. That's their go-to when yeah, he's in Cooper, motion like that. And if you you put Cooper Cup in those situations, he's going to do the same shit. No, he's not, because who's a better deep threat? Him. Who's a better deep threat? Stephon Diggs or him? I see. It don't even matter about the slot. I think if you, if you put Cooper Cup in the slot, he's unguardable. It doesn't matter. You put him on the edge, I watched him against the Eagles, he was unguardable. It was third and 10. The whole fucking stadium knew it was going to Cooper Cup, including myself and my fiance on the couch. We were like, oh, yeah, it's going to Cooper Cup. Guess what happened? It went to Cooper Cup. Scheme. It doesn't matter. It, if you know somebody is getting the ball and everybody else knows it and he still catches the ball and still gets a fucking first down on yeah. third and 10 
and you still convert how why? i know i'm what, not why 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 does the word scheme have to really have to have like a negative connotation it's not against it's attached not. a, a you, receiver that's playing absolutely out of his mind see instead of you listening to me to understand no, no, I'm not, you're I'm, listening to respond i'm not I'm, and no, i'm trying to help you you're not though mike i'm educating i'm responding to what you're saying i'm educating Oh my God! I'm educating. All all I was trying to say was is that, again, you watched Puka come in and do the same thing. You watched him do the same exact thing that Cooper Cup did, and he looked like Cooper Cup. So it's like, okay, is it the scheme or is it just all of Cooper Cup's talent? And I'm not taking anything away from Cooper Cup. I'm just saying, like, would like would AJ like would Cooper Cup have been as dominant with Ryan Tannehill as AJ Brown was? I right, don't, I don't you, think let so. Let me ask you a question. Did Van Jefferson step in there and 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 perform like Puka? No. Okay. Did, okay. Did, did, did Ben Skoranek step in there and perform like Puka? No. Okay. So what do you want? Did Tutu Atwell I, step in and do just as well? Yes. I think because he's good. I think these are good receivers. They I'm not good, saying Mike. that they're not good. I'm Puka, not saying that no, they're not good. No, Puka could be good. He is good. Antonio Brown was a six-round player. I, Puka Nakua was a fifth-round player. He could be good, bro. They I could have found a diamond good. in the rough. Bro, I know so you they're can't, good. I know, but what you're saying is Puka's a fifth-round guy. He's stepping in. Nobody knows him. He's stepping in, and he's performing like Cooper Cup. What if he's fucking really good, bro? Hey, look, and that's the thing, like – or what if it's just a scheme? You saw Baker Mayfield was horrible in Car Carolina. He goes under Sean McVay, and what happens? He gets another shot. What about Allen Robinson? If, if He if was washed scheme... up when he was in Chicago. I know, but what I'm saying is the Rams, if anybody was going to get anything out of him, the Rams would have gotten something out of him thing, because no. their offense was high-potent offense. I want to go back real fast because you capped a little bit here. I didn't cap at all, Van bro. Jefferson, you're going off of him this year. Did Van Jefferson help them win a Super Bowl? He absolutely he was did. all right. He was okay. He, he was, was all good, right, bro. He was he, he was okay. He was good. He dude. was okay. He 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 was a moderate receiver. That's and okay. That's, that is that's okay. Fine. I'm just saying though. But they have talent. But here's the thing. I said, would you take Cooper Cup over Devontae, Jefferson, Diggs, Chase? And you're like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. So to me, you think that he's like a top three guy, and I'm just saying. Cooper Cup, I just, I, it's hard to put him in the likes. When of, you watched him against the Eagles, you honestly didn't like, what the fuck? No, it is. It's just like, wow. Like, bro, you knew the ball was going yes. to him on third and there's and nothing 10, you can do. And there's nothing you could do. I understand. Why? I, it, it doesn't make any sense, Mike. It doesn't make any sense. Here's the thing. When, when Tyreek Hill left Patrick Mahomes, everybody doubted Tyreek too. And look what he did. He went there and put the, and put the world on notice. No, I know. So I, I'm just saying, dude, you, you, I named the five arguable best receivers. You sitting here thinking about it. And I'm like, okay, so do you think Cooper Cup's the best wide receiver in the league? It's arguable. <laughs> I think he could be nuts. arguable. I think he absolutely could be arguable. Do I think he's better than Jettas? I would take Jettas. I hope so. I would take Jettas. Would I take Chase? Maybe. I, I probably would take Chase. Right now, because of age and everything, yeah, that that also factors into it. But let's not sit here and act like Cooper Cup is just this 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 guy that's a system dude. We heard everybody fucking trash Tom Brady for being a system quarterback, and guess what? All of his coaches right now are getting exposed. So who's the, who was the real system? What if Cooper Cup is really him? He could be. He could he be. Could be. He, could he be. absolutely could be. All right, enough Super of that. Super Bowl MVP, brother, and a triple crown. We're going back to Josh Allen and your beloved Bills. Jaguars beat the Bills 25 to 20. Which which one of these two fucking quarterbacks do you trust more in a big game? Josh Allen, dog. You already know. You already know. J A 17. 
Look, I've seen Trevor Lawrence throw for four four picks in a playoff game. I know we bounced back and he won the playoff game, but I don't know. I, I there's something going on in Jags in in, in uh in Jacksonville that I, it, it ain't sitting right with me. There's something going on with this because they're struggling a little bit. Here's the thing: as much as I make fun of Josh Allen, I would trust him. Of course I would trust him, but I do feel like Josh Allen and Trevor Lawrence give me very similar vibes in terms of there are just times where I look at them and I'm like, what are you doing? Nah, bro, you can't. No, no, I'm not saying they're in the same ball field. I'm just right. saying, I'm no, no, no. What I mean was, because Josh Allen's obviously more accomplished than Trevor Lawrence. I, I think, think he's, he's better. I think he's better than Trevor Lawrence. Um, I think coming into the season, people had higher hopes for Trevor Lawrence, even though he's not, he hasn't lived up to them this year. Like, I feel like, there were a lot of people banking, myself included. I thought Trevor Lawrence was going to surpass uh, Josh Allen. And I don't think that this win does that by any means. I just feel like there are times where I look at Trevor Lawrence and I'm like, that dude's a really good quarterback. Mm -hmm. And then there's other times where I look at him and I'm like, you're, you're kind of mid. He's got the intangibles. That's what it yeah. is. He's and tall, then that's the same thing arm. that happens at times with Josh Allen. Like I, this game was there for the taking and Josh Allen just... It just he didn't he didn't pull through and that's okay though he's going to lose games yeah. and he only threw one pick and he played well so I mean he didn't play great but I'm just saying like Lawrence and Allen for me are like in the same category of like sometimes I just look at them and I'm like what the fuck did you see what are you doing that's really what it is what do you think is each team's ceiling uh I mean the ceiling for Buffalo has to be the Super Bowl that's what they're paying the guys for bro you're paying Diggs all this money. You're paying Von Miller fucking four years for 120 million. I forgot about that. I didn't forget. It's a huge contract. That's because Josh Allen's your baby. Well, that's a huge contract, man. So like he's got to he's got to come back and he's gonna have to have an impact on the team. So yeah, I, I I think for the Bills it has to be the Super Bowl, and I think for Jacksonville, I think the ceiling for them. Look, I don't think anybody would be super surprised if they saw him in the AFC championship game. Cause I think they can get hot later in the season. Cause like they're still winning and they're struggling. You know what I mean? It's kind of like the Eagles, but I feel like they have taken some losses, which is okay. In the beginning, that's fine. You could losing is okay. It could be a good thing for the team. So, but for them, they just need to get, they, they need to figure out what's going on with Calvin Ridley. Cause like, yeah, they got it. Like, I mean, Week one, he came out and he looked like, all right, I'm gonna earn my next paycheck. Yeah, he looked. And like ever he since was... then, Christian Kirk's been better, more efficient, and he's he's has totally gone back to what he was last year. I think he's got Trevor Lawrence's trust. I think that's the most important yeah. thing. I, I think he I just, knows where he's going to be. So it's either one of two things: teams have really zoned in on Calvin Ridley and are taking him out of the game, or being away from the game for a year just slowed him up. Because after week one. I mean, he looked like he looked like Calvin Ridley of old. I mean, we were talk so we had our fantasy talk about it during the summer, and you, you know, we've gone back and forth. We were laughing. You loved Calvin Ridley, and I kept saying he scares the shit out of me. I wouldn't touch him. After week one, I'm like, yo, I really made a mistake, dude. Like you nailed that. And then it's like after week one, it's like, okay, that's what I was expecting. Yeah. From Calvin Ridley, and it's like I still feel like though, is he a buy low candidate? Or is he just a name? Like, I don't know how I feel about Calvin Ridley. I, that's a I, good question, man. I, I really genuinely don't know. don't know. Because I feel like with him, that is a true wild card. You have no idea. Because if you buy low and it stays low, because you're giving up a lot to get him. Mm -hmm. Because of it, his name holds weight. But I just like, I don't I don't know what to get with Calvin Ridley right now. I don't, think, I don't think all is bad with Calvin Ridley, though. No, because no, no. Four what? out of the five games, he had seven targets or more. 
The problem is, is that's that fine. he's had four bad weeks with the exception of the one week when he scored the touchdown. Yeah. Like outside of week one, the next four weeks were mediocre. Mediocre. The only reason the one week wasn't that terrible was because he scored that touchdown against um, – Well, no, he actually had a really good game against Buffalo. Oh, I, I forgot about Buffalo. I'm sorry. This, I'm sorry. This week he had a good game. Yeah, he, he did. He had uh, seven catches on eight targets for a buck 22. Yeah, he did well this week. Good. good. But – did he have a touchdown? He didn't have a touchdown. No touchdown, no. But again, that's the difference between 12 and 17. No, I know. I, I get Which it. is a, or 18, I'm sorry, is a big, it's a big difference. Yeah, no. But he, that's he what separates back. wide receiver two from wide receiver one is the touchdowns. Yeah, he bounced back this week. So um, he's a good buy low candidate. I think so. I just think that is a big gamble. I love him. I think he's going to be excellent. Moving forward? Season. Yeah, I think so. So you think he is a buy low? Oh, absolutely. I, I would snag him right now. I want him on my team. What's your biggest concern? I'm playing against him this week. You play Chetta? Yeah. Damn, you're lucky. Oh, no, wait, I played the whole. I'm sorry. Oh, all right. I got hey, Applejacks be hitting. No cat. No cat. Um, what is your biggest concern for each team, too? Because I know we were just talking about that a little bit. And for me, it's just I don't tr I don't know how much I trust um Josh Allen mm -hmm. in those pressure filled moments. And I don't know how much I trust Josh Allen and and Stefan Diggs' relationship. Because there was another thing that they showed a little clip again where he slammed, where Stefan Diggs is slamming the uh, iPad and Josh Allen's like looking at him a little bit like kind of side eye. And like at that point, I started to feel bad for Josh Allen. It's like, come on, dude. When you're winning and you're getting 10 targets, 12 catches, or eight, nine catches and 175 yards and two touchdowns, you're okay. But the minute you have a little adversary, you don't have your quarterbacks back. Yeah. And then um, my biggest concern for the Jaguars is consistency. They are so up and down so up and down i can't it's just it, you never know what you're getting week to week you really don't no i totally agree i think the biggest concern for the jags is probably their secondary i mean they're like bottom bottom five in the league and in, in passing yards allowed so to me like i think that's where they need to bolster up maybe during the trade deadline or something they got to find some 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 uh some safety help and corner help in in jacksonville and for the bills you know <clears throat> I think they need another weapon on the offensive front. I think they're getting too played out, Buffalo. I think a lot of teams kind of know what they're running now. They want to go deep. I think they be. I think they're they become a lot more predictable. I want to say, I think they become a, a little bit predictable. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think again, you know, the lack of commitment to running the football, like we said it earlier, James Cook getting five rushes for negative four yards. I understand it wasn't working, but you got to keep keep running the football. You got to keep the defense honest and not for nothing james cook been good this year you got to keep the defense on their heels man like that's how you 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 kind of you you get into the the fucking defensive psyche like that is the moment where you can kind of you know take advantage do play action go deep and use your 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 wide receiver one and stefan Diggs. like that's what he's good for he can get separation so you know anytime you can get you know those plays to be positive plays you know i i, I just I just think the Bills need a need, they need a fucking identity. I think that's what they lack more than anything in the world. Because I, when I watch them on offense, I don't know what they are. are they are they are Josh Allen rushing team or are they a Josh Allen big play team? Because they're not like they're not methodical. There's nothing methodical about this offense. Like Gabe Davis to me is good. I think he's good. I think he he made some really really big flashes. But how much separation is he really getting? I mean, like why is he not getting the football? as much as 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 he is you know like i think he's been i think he's been pretty good i just think he could be better the they need another weapon i think they need another weapon i think they need a slot receiver that could take this team to the next level they also need to open up the offense and get josh allen to run again they're not doing it 
they're not he's not running the ball well, he's just not i'm telling you he's not running the ball you can run the ball and be effective and not have to run over a fucking linebacker right it's being smart when you run the ball it's not stopping run the ball mm -hmm. that's what it has to be he him alone could open up that entire underneath offense if he would start running again so um yeah i mean look i i, I like the i like the way they're built i like their tight ends i i like I like James Cook. I like uh, Stefan Diggs. I, I also like Gabe Davis. I think Gabe Davis, is he's got the big play explosive ability. But if you can get another wide receiver there to take the load off, like now it's like like Gabe Davis is like a three to four catch kind of guy per game. But big, a big play yeah. kind of guy. But if you can get a guy with a high volume and can get open and separation and one-on-one -on -one matchups against the fucking linebackers or the third corner, you could beat them. When you've got a quarterback like Josh Allen, like that should be routinely, like routinely made. Like these plays, like these just just moving the chains, should be a lot easier for the Bills. And I think that's what they're. And and don't get me wrong, like the, before this game, they had what three three uh three three announced all season. Yeah, they struggled against the Jags. I know. So that's something to watch out for, too. And then I want to, um, speaking of quarterbacks, because this team doesn't have a quarterback, Patriots get beat down by the Saints, 34-0. to They don't have a quarterback? You don't think they have a quarterback? It don't look like it, bro. That's not fair, man. <sighs> bro, what, am I, what are we supposed to say here? They scored fair. three points in two weeks, bro. That's crazy. Bro, if that was Baker Mayfield or Carson Wentz, you would – have a field day and don't say anything other than you're right. I don't, I, I, I never criticized that. When, 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 when did I criticize him? Who? When did I criticize who? I'm saying if Carson Wentz or Baker Mayfield was the quarterback of the Patriots, you would rip them to pieces. Maybe. No, no, maybes. Don't maybe me. No, maybe. What's your fam. point, bro? What's your point? Go ahead. My say point it. is, is that you think he sucks? You think Mac Jones is fucking ass? Is that what you want to say? Talk dirty. Go ahead. Say it. Go ahead. Say it. Mac Jones is ass. He's been some shit. I, I don't even know. I don't know if he could psychologically recover from this. I will tell you this, though. The only person getting exposed is old Billy. Absolutely. It's not his quarterback. Bill Belichick. He's making his. He's actually kind of like the whole Patriots situation. It's actually kind of making to me, in my in my view, it actually making Bill look worse than the quarterback. It is like I think people actually believe in Mac Jones's talent. I don't think anybody's just been been shitting on Mac. Uh, I wouldn't I, go that far. No, nah, I, like I, I actually, values. Low. I think it's split. I think it's 50-50, bro. I I actually think there's a lot of people that are like, yo, Mac can play. Like Dan Orlovsky came out and said, if you put Mac Jones on on the Niners, he would be just as good as Brock, uh, as Purdy. I agree. I mean, bro, and he could be. Who knows? Nick. Maybe that's he's a system dude. I don't know. Over the last two weeks, he's I, I he has a fifty five percent completion percentage, two hundred and sixty yards, no touchdowns, and four interceptions. Fuck, are we talking about here? Yeah, what, I mean what, that what, is god awful. What, what are we talking about here? You tell me. He has five touchdowns and six interceptions this year. I, I, I mean, I don't even know what, I, I honestly don't know what to say. The only thing that, the only happiness I'm getting out of this is Bill Belichick is getting exposed. And all that shit that he does to reporters and the players and this and that, there ain't no Patriot way. There ain't no Bill Belichick way. Asante Samuel said it on that podcast and everybody should have listened to him.
it was Tom Brady. Bill Belichick has a losing record without Tom Brady. Before Tom Brady, he was some shit. After Tom Brady, he's some shit. At what point do you just look at him and say, all right, bro, maybe you're really not all that. With Brady, was he, was he some shit, though? He was absolutely incredible because Tom Brady. Shannon Sharp said this on first take. I saw the clip. Tom Brady is the biggest eraser in sports history. When Bill Belichick made a mistake, Tom Brady was able to, co able to cover it up. Bill Belichick sucks at drafting. He sucks at drafting. He really does. He sucks at it. But Tom Brady was the one winning with Chris Hogan's and Danny Amendola and Julian Edelman and all that. That's not, that's not Bill Belichick. That's Tom Brady. Okay. Let's break it down here. I can't wait to hear this shit. If you think Mac Jones is trash, just say it. Just say it. I don't think he's actually trash. I'm just saying right now, there's no defending him. Okay. Well, what I'm about to say is, is, is this is, you're right about Belichick. I, I don't know what's up with him. Like the player evaluation is very questionable. Look at the offseason. Look at their wide receivers, bro. No, Juju, I agree. Juju Smith-Schuster. Guess what his contract was, Mike? Three years, 33 million. Jacoby Myers, remember him, New England? What's his contract with the Raiders? Three years, 33 million, right? Let's look at the stats. Jacoby Myers, 25 catches, 274 yards, and three touchdowns. And he, he was concussed and lost a game. Yeah, he right? lost a game, yep. So he did that in four games. Juju Smith-Schuster, 14 catches, 86 yards, and zero touchdowns. He stinks. Zero touchdowns. And he played every single game. They had the same contract, and the production is completely lopsided. One guy has played less games and has almost completely quad three times his stats in yards, almost doubled his catches, has three times more touchdowns, and they had the same contract. I you want to talk about a bargain? I think the Patriots had a fucking bargain with, with, with Jacoby Myers. Nick, this actually goes into what I was just saying, bro, because, I mean, what I was about to ask you, because I That's was going to ask you if it's more about the Saints' dominance or was it more about the Patriots' woes? And that contract situation tells me that it's about the Patriots' woes. What are you doing getting your quarterback, Kendrick Bourne, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Devontae Parker? Like, bro, can we stop with Devontae Parker? Yeah, we need to stop. Like, so enough, a, It's like the Chase Claypool. He's like Chase Claypool Sr. Like, enough's enough with Devontae Parker. I, I don't, you know, why is he so valued? Yeah, I don't get it. Like, well, he hasn't done shit and he's been injured for most of his career. Enough's enough with Devontae Parker. I'm oh done my with God. it. I'm over it, man. I I, I think, I, look, I, I'm not going to shit on Mac. I actually think Mac can play. I've seen He can, bro. It's just a bad situation. I know he could, I know he could deliver the football in the pocket. Does he lack some things? Yes, absolutely. Does he have a lot of flaws in his game? Yes, absolutely. Should he play a lot better? Yes, absolutely. But I'm not going to sit here and completely say he can't play. I've watched Mac Jones play quarterback, and I was I was impressed in some of the games. I will be honest with you. I was like, yo, that is the guy that they drafted. That's a first-round talent right there. That was what you know I'm expecting from Mac Jones. So yeah, I I, I definitely think he could play, man. I, I really do. I just don't I don't I don't think he's getting a fair shake. No, I, I just it, it's this is all on Bill Belichick, dude. Absolutely. It's all on Bill Belichick. Well, this he is is embarrassing. The, he's the GM. This you know? is he has to take he has to take ownership of that. It's embarrassing the beatdown um that that occurred. Um 
now we're going to the get right game. I told you. The get right. Bengals smacked the Cardinals 34 to 20. Are they back, bro? Because you, you you had a lot to say about Joey. Joey. Stop it, bro. They played the fucking Cardinals. You told me the Cardinals. Are we underrating them? Uh, no, are we? And I, I asked you a question. I asked you a question. That's all. Yeah. I, I asked you a question. That's uh -huh. all I asked you. Are we underrating the Cardinals? Yeah, but you they asked that. Smoke the Cardinals. Well, here's the thing. You asked they didn't that question. Smoke the Cardinals, you bro. asked that question in a type of tone where it was like, I think we're underrating them, but I want to see what Paul says. What do you mean? You think that we were underrating the Cardinals, but I now think, I think I think we still are. I think to a degree, they're actually like the, a team that's going to give you a fight. Yeah, no cap. You're not lying. No, that is, you're right. I think they're going to yeah. give you a fight. The Cardinals play really hard. I actually, really hard. I actually like some of their players too. Weirdly enough, on offense, are Joey and the Bengals back? Joey and the boys. It's hard to say. I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say they're back. How, I won't. How How do you How do you measure? The Bengals are back, though. You can this week when they play Seattle. If they put Foots in Seattle on Sunday, Joey and the boys are back. I won't say it's against the Cardinals, but that's a good get-right game, which is what I expected them to do. But the Cardinals hung in there yeah, they for did. the first half. They did. Um, Joe Burrow looked better. He was able to step up in the pocket, able to run for 10 yards, which is what you need out of him. Not standing back there like a statue, so maybe his calf is feeling better. Um but I'm very. I want to see what they do this week against a team like Seattle, before I say that they're back. It's interesting. I don't know. I I, I don't think they're back though. I'm not going to say they're back. I actually think the Bengals regular. They're they're all right, man. I, I'm I, I'm not like it. We're measuring this team against the Cardinals to say that the, that they're back. It's a get right game. Be be the fucking good ass team, and then you got my attention. Oh my god. Oh my god. What? I'm going to bring this up soon. Beat the Ravens 34-20, and then I'll be like, all right. Okay. You bet. The Ravens just lost the fucking you bet. the Steelers. You bet. I told you that's, that's what I happen. said. What I say? Great pick. Was that your icon? Was that your yo, iconic upset? I have been fucking money on these upsets, man. I know. You have. You I've have. been smoking these shits, yo. I know. Like, I know, dude. Key, man. I, I've, been, I've been actually smoking. What's crazy is it's like I'm like. The Texans? The bro, Steelers? I'm Mike Pasillo because. That is not. not now, nah, I'll do me like I'm that. I'm Mike Pasillo of 2022 because I can't pick my nose right now. That's crazy. I'm right. off all right. over the place. Right. You think I had a bad year last year? Oh my god, you were atrocious, For bro. Real? Bro, you ruined our ratings. What? Yes. <laughs> oh, based on what? The picks. Wait, what was my record? Oh my god, at least 30, 40 games under 500. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Get the fuck out of here. No, no way. I'm playing. I'm playing. I've been no. some, I've been on fire. No, you're, the last few weeks you have, and it's funny because we were we watched the uh, Texans upset, and I'm looking, I'm like, damn. And then last week I was watch. saying to you, I'm like, yo, you're picking the Steelers. To lose to the Texans, then you have them upsetting the Raider, the Ravens, and I'm like, but that was a great call, dude. It Think really about was. It. The Ravens came off a big win, and the Steelers got blown the fuck out, bro. Mike Tomlin came in the press conference and said, "Yo, we are going to absolutely change this team." Phil and I knew the Steelers were winning. I taught my youngin so much over the last two and a half yo, years. I'm yo, so proud of this yo, dude. Yo, check this out, yo. Put the camera on me. He, yeah, he taught me so well. He didn't even tell me. He taught me so fucking well. What the fuck are we talking about here? He tell me. Get the hell out of here. I didn't he tell taught it. me. That's messed, messed up. How do you teach me and not take the same team? Well, here's the thing. Last week was your, <laughs> nah, nah. Last week was your prove it week. Now, this year, oh, this week. Oh, my. I'm back to back weeks. I know. 
you got to do it twice in a row for me now. Prove it week is crazy. That was your prove it week. You proved it. That's so now this week, I'm going to tell you when we go through our picks. Yeah, you know um, what's funny? My upsets have been hitting more than my locks. I've just, yeah, my dude, I've just Weirdly. been way, I've been way off. Yeah. I've been way off, but you've been reading the board really well. Um, way off P. <laughs> before we move on, <laughs> what do you think the Cardinals should do with Kyler? Because I think Kyler is going to be able to return in a week or two or a few uh, soon. I, I don't know if it's a week or two, but soon. But if they keep, are, are they tanking for a quarterback or are they going with Kyler? Now, you know my bold prediction. So let's Bro, see. What are you going to do with this contract? I know. What are you going to do with this contract? He ain't going nowhere. They're going to figure out a way to keep him. I think. They ha- Look, I, I think it's going to be a one-year experiment. However, if they're in play for Caleb Williams in the offseason – I'm not surprised if they go that route, though. You know what I mean? So I think if Caleb Williams is in play, I think even if they don't get the number one pick, if Caleb Williams opts to go into the draft and the Cardinals have enough ammunition to get the number one pick or they believe that's the right move for the franchise, regardless of what they give up, I think Kyler Murray will be somewhere else. But if they think that the price tag is way too high and it's a big gamble and risk and whatever – then I think they're going to go with their quarterback now. I think because they paid him. They paid him $240 million. There's a cap hit there next year. That's a probably an absolutely astronomically high number, right? Probably in the 30s or 40s. So, yeah, I actually think that he's going to stay there in, in Arizona. I just, for me with him, hold on my bed. Um, for me with Kyler, dude, if they can get off of that contract, I would do it in a minute. Because Kyler Murray's ass, and I will not back down off of that. Kyler Murray is ass, and he just tore his ACL. He's not going to come back the same and use his legs. He don't want to get hit. He don't want to get hit before he uh, blew his knee out. He don't want to get hit after it. That's true. You don't win in the NFL being three foot seven. (laughs) You don't, bro. You don't win being that small. No, I get it. And I'll tell you right now, the other team that's going to have that same problem is Carolina. You can't win when you're that small, dude. And that, just if you're going to be short like that, you need to be like Baker and Russ. You need to be thick. Pause. I'm just, but you know what I'm saying though? Fam. Come on, bro. I'm just saying with Kyler, it's just not going to work. If they can get off of that contract, I said that a good spot for him would be Tennessee. Tennessee would be, would be all right. I, I don't know. I, I don't feel know bad for Vrabel. I feel bad for, for fucking Derrick Henry. Um, he needs a quarterback. You know bro. who I don't feel bad for? Who? Sean Payton, Russell Wilson, <laughs> the Denver Broncos. Yeah. Transition King. Jets beat the Broncos 31 <laughs> to 21. Old Nat Hackett gets his revenge. Yeah, he does. He does. What a beautiful sight to see. That was cool. I was happy for him. But you kind of knew it was going to happen, though, right? Like, I feel like that is kind of something in the script. That's something a script would, would write. You know? Yeah. It's like laugh now, cry later. That was exactly what it was. That was cool. I, I, I'm happy for uh, for Hackett. I mean, me too. Even though he was a dumbass in, in Denver, though. he did, like, bro. But let's was... not cap. Let's not sit here and act like he's like some fucking like you know angel. Like, bro, he he was absolutely garbage in he Denver. He was, but man. he didn't deserve what Sean Payton said. And the best thing that ever happened though was it going up Sean Payton's ass the way it has this year. Because right now Sean Payton's done a worse job. Oh than no, that Sean Payton put the the spotlight on himself. He took it away from Hackett. That's what I'm saying. He's a dumbass himself. He made, he made Ned Hackett a sympathetic figure. He did. Actually, he did. You're right. Because everybody well, We were hated. ripping Ned Hackett oh, last year. God. But now it's like you look at him and you're like, I'm not even going to rip him like that because Sean Payton came out and said that about him. 
Like that was uncalled for. And you're doing a worse job. And you lost to the dude. But I agree with him though. I mean, I, I felt like I kind of agree with Sean Payton when he said, yo, this was like actually like poorly ran. Like when I was watching the game last year with Denver, with all the hype that they had, like that's the thing. They had so much fucking hype. They had they were Super Bowl picks. They were Russell Wilson, the top top player in the league. They were, they, you know, they had this great offensive line. They got weapons. They got a great defense. And they were fucking garbage. Like, <laughs> they were so ass that, like, yeah, like, I could see how. They were super the ass. I could see the viewpoint, though, of why he said it. So, like, I kind of agreed with him. Like, on, but I think the way he delivered it, is where he crosses a line. Like you, there's a time and place to say that, but Nick, you don't say it to the media. It's not even that, bro. But, but fuck you it. Follow, you say that and then follow it up with a worse performance. Well, yeah, you you got seventy hung on you, and the Jets who who don't even have their quarterback came in get came in your building and beat you. They came to their house, put their feet up, and played with their kids. <laughs> Fucking crazy, <laughs> they did. And uh, that, that what is are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on that quarterback, Zach Wilson? I think they got to get – look, he's the quarterback for the rest of the way. So, at least now can they're he, getting can, – Can they hang in with him? If he could just play average football. I think their defense is starting to get a little ticked off, though, man, a little bit. I think their offense needs to start picking it up. Not if they win. Not if they win. That's true. So, that's what I'm saying. Can he? Can they hang in the I don't fight? know, Mike. I mean, look, bro, 200 yards and a pick. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, there's nothing to really hang your hat on right there. Like, Brees Hall with the buck 77 and the tutty. I mean – all right, yo, listen to this. Listen to this. Now, hear me Damn. out. They play the Eagles. That's a loss. They play the Giants. That's a dub. Chargers, loss. Raiders, can be a dub. Bills, that's a loss. Dolphins, loss. Falcons, can be a dub. Texans, can be a dub. Dolphins, loss. Commanders, can be a dub. Browns, could be a dub. Patriots, can be a dub. They could, If they could eke out nine wins, ten wins. I, I just... That's a tough task. I'm not saying they're going to do it. I'm just saying, can they hang in the fight with him? Well, look, they're two and three, right? Yeah. Can they hang in the fight? It's tough because their division's tough. Outside of New England well, right Well, they've now, already, they only have four more of those left. So even if they lose those four, that only brings them. Well, they're one and one in the division right now. That's what I'm saying. All right. So that would bring them to. They got, dude, they have to win three. They have to go three and one the rest of the way in the division. They have to. They have to go four and two. If they don't go four and two, they're done. No, that's not true, dude. What? That's not true because what if they because they could still be a wild card. Are they beating are they beating Miami at all? I just went through the schedule. Obviously, you wasn't listening. No, I know, but are they beating are, are they beating them? I don't think so. No. So there's two losses right there. Yeah, I know that. That's five losses. Total. I gave them the loss in all the division games, but I said with the other games, can they hang in? You think they can you think they can beat the Browns? Absolutely. You think you think they could beat the Chargers? No, I said the Chargers and the division games. They could beat the Giants. They could beat the Raiders. They ain't beating us. They could beat the Falcons. They could beat the Texans. They could beat the Commanders. They could beat the Browns. And they could beat the Patriots. That's seven more wins. That's 10. That's 10. That's That would be 10 and seven. We sleep on the Texans, bro. I'm not sleeping. I said can win. I know, but I think that's a that's a team that like I, I would I would be comfortable taking the Texans over the Jets. So would I, but that is a game that where the Texans are not definitively better than them. Definitively better. I think they're playing better football. They well, are well, play during that time, I mean, it, it could be like could it be could. different. I'm saying as life of right now, it could be really different in two months. As of right, all right. So take off the Texans. That's still nine wins. All right. That's what I'm saying. Can they stay in the fight? I just don't believe it. I, I, I'm not. I don't. I'm not a, I just. I, 
if their quarterback was making impactful throws and was being impactful in the games and he was fucking slinging the rock like like an absolute second overall pick would, you would think, then yeah, like I would be like, all right, yeah, this team has a chance because they have a good defense. They got Garrett Wilson. They got Brees Hall running wild. Yeah, they had they absolutely have a chance. But when your quarterback is is okay, he's mediocre, he's bottom five in the league right now as a starter. That's tough to overcome. I don't care. No, I, I, agree. I think that's tough I agree. to overcome, um, especially for the for yeah. the remainder of the season. I don't too. know how to judge uh, Zach yet. I just think right now he's a mediocre quarterback. I'm out. I'm out on it. Yeah. Um, real fast on the other Wilson before we get to my favorite topic. Do you think how long do you think Russ remains a starter? Because they play the Chiefs two of the next three weeks. I think they're going to. I mean, when's their bye? That's going to be when he's he's. I think it's right. Right after that Chiefs game, is it? Is it week nine? That's what I think it is. Uh, I, I have Cortland Sutton too on my fantasy team, so I think it's week, week nine. nine. Week nine, right? Yeah. Yep. I think that's. I think so. That's what they week, have. Week ten is when Russell Wilson's going to be a backup quarterback. So I was going to say the same. I thing. think that's my. I think that's my bold prediction. They after that that Chiefs game will be his last game starting. I I think so. Wait, 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 wait. You think it's earlier? No, that's week nine. Oh, that's week nine? It's Chiefs, somebody Chiefs. I forget who sandwiched in between them. I was just looking at it earlier. Um, but it's Chiefs, somebody Chiefs, and then it's the bye week. I don't think Russell Wilson comes out of the bye oh, week. Oh, it's Chiefs, Chiefs, Packers, Chiefs. So that's when that's I think they, they, they got the Bills, cause dude, they're done. They're not gonna win four games. Then they got the Vikings, and the Vikings at that time, they could have they could have Jettas back, I think. It don't matter if they have them or not. The Vikings are better than the Broncos. Yeah, I'm just saying, but that's is even a taller task. Then yeah. they play the Browns, which I think they're a good fucking team. Yeah. Then they play the Texans and and Houston. Yeah. And they play the Chargers, the Lions, the Patriots, which is the easy W. They should be beat them. Yeah. Chargers and the Raiders. It's over. It's over. I think by week ten he's out. Yeah. I think week ten. I think week ten you're going to see a, a a new Denver quarterback. It's going to be uh Stid. Stidham. Yeah. I think it's going to have to. Um, speaking of quarterbacks, let, let, let's talk about this quarterback. Um, let's talk about him, Nikki. You know what? 49er. What? I want to go back to that though, real quick. Though, go ahead. Cause I want to be fair. Go ahead. With Russell you. Wilson actually really isn't playing that bad. No, he's not. But when you have that contract, you have to take the brunt of it. Absolutely. That's, that's where, that's what I wanted to say. I wanted to put that on record because I, I, I am not actually shitting on Russ. Yeah. No, no, no. Russ like, is I actually, actually well like, I brought it up last pod. Like yeah. I played player A and player B. A player, a player B had similar stats to player A, which was fucking Josh Allen. Yep. And yeah. you chose Russell Wilson over Josh Allen blindly. Yeah. I so, did. you know, I, look, he's playing good football. I just wanted to just, just put that on record. It's just after last year, all the shenanigans that were going on, unless he wins, it's Russ's fault. What killed Russell Wilson? And this is absolutely what fucking destroyed his image. Broncos country. Let's ride completely that completely overtook the media when that trade happened and he became the corniest dude on the planet but it also because then a lot of his dirt from seattle started coming out and now you're actually really looking at a real cornball and it was also the contract stuff the office the parking space yeah did you see what marshall lynch said on, on shannon sharp's podcast that's he doesn't even have a dude's number Bro, you won, you won the Super Bowl with him. Bro, if you ever called me from a block number, I would never talk to a you again. A block number. I know. I heard that, too. He said he didn't answer the phone call. I was like, who is he? He said, oh, that's Russ. He said, what? Weird. 
Very weird. Very, That's weird, very bro. strange. That's weird. Secluding yourself from your teammates, man. I, how can you be a good leader? I don't understand. How, how can you qualify yourself as a leader if you don't have good communication or good relationship with your teammates outside of the locker room? I, 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 don't, I don't get that. And I just other, don't get it. The other part is, is like being a leader, it's all about communication. When you're the quarterback of the fucking team making 250 million, I'm reaching out to every single motherfucker on the roster because I want to get to know you. Because if you're going to pay me 250, bro, I'm going to be hungry and to go get to you know what I mean? Like, bro, I Colin, have an image to, to, to maintain too, though. He's Russell Wilson, he's running for public office, he's Russell Wilson, he's got a brand, he, he, he's tarnishing his brand. That was the worst fucking thing that ever happened to him, man. Broncos country. That was the, right. that was the that was that was when people started recognizing how corny he was, man. That moment right there. And then he started getting on the subway commercials. That was fucking awful. And then he the shit he was doing at midfield. What was it? Danger Witch or something? Uh, I don't even. It, it was something. It was a mid ass sandwich. That's what it was. Yeah, bro. It was thick ass lunch meat. Yeah. <laughs> Some leather. Um. 49ers beat the Cowboys 42 to 10. How'd Dak look? Dak was terrible. 58% completion percentage, 153 yards, one touchdown, and three interceptions, a 52 rating. I love Dak Prescott. Uh, he made me not hate the Cowboys as much. I still hate the Cowboys because I'm a diehard Eagles fan, but I'm afraid it's over for Dak being. Um, a top tier guy. And I don't care what anybody says for years. Dak Prescott was a top 10 quarterback. And there were moments where he was top eight. He won two playoffs games. I don't care. Dak Prescott is, was a really good quarterback. I still think he's all right, but I think the time of him, what he was four years ago, three years ago, I think that guy's a uh, non-existent because he was thoroughly. I mean, Brock Purdy was thoroughly better than him and i don't want to hear about weapons because all i hear about is cd lamb you brought in brandon cooks you signed uh michael gallup you got the almighty tony pollard and your offense is trash and you're the leader of that offense and it's a shame dude because like i said i really do like Dak, i really do but after that beat down it, it's just it, it's embarrassing it, 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 that's embarrassing you talked all that shit man you talk all that shit. Michael Parsons is on a fucking podcast talking about get used to this. We're going to the Super Bowl. What's going on? What's going on? Talk to me. Go ahead. It's a bad game. It's a bad game. That's that's what it is. That's I don't it. know. That's it. I, I think it's just a really, really bad game against a really dominant opponent. And and when I watched the San Francisco 49ers, man, and what they did to, to this Dallas team. I'm afraid that nobody could fuck with the Niners. You're crazy. I'm afraid of that. Eagles will fuck them up. You think the Eagles will whoop their ass like that? Look, I'm not saying we're going to blow them like, out. Fuck them up? Like, what do you mean fuck them up? Because, uh, like, I don't see no blowout happening again. No, they won't blow them out. But the, they, the 49ers will never do to the Eagles what they did to the Cowboys. I don't care if you have fucking Brock Purdy or not. I don't care if it's Josh Johnson. I don't care if it's CMC back there. The Eagles offensive line is better than the 49ers. It's a it was a tough spot for Dallas. The defensive line is better. The wide receivers are better. The cornerback is better. The quarterback is better. It was a tough spot for Dallas, though. In no, fairness, no, it wasn't. You're bro, on the road. Ready for that game. No, but what, look, you're on the road. It's Saturday. It's Sunday night football. The world's watching. 
Yeah. Right. No, look, I get it. Like in terms of being clutchness, I get it. Like for Dak Prescott's sake, for his, for his sake, Dak Prescott needed to perform at a high level that game. He needed, and he failed it because everybody's watching. He has a microscope on him. He's already has a microscope on him because he's America's uh, team's quarterback, regardless. So, but besides the point, he played so poorly. They just couldn't move the chains. And I, I CD Lamb is just looking like they don't even get him involved in the offense, and he looks very frustrated. He's mid. Um, I don't think he's mid. I no, think I mean he's 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 been mid this year. Yeah, he's been mid this year. I don't think he's mid at all. I, I think mean, he's a really good top tier talent in the league. I don't know where he's at in terms of the Jeffersons of the world, no AJ Browns. Like, no, I don't know if I could put him in that tier. That like, no, based on this year. I'm 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 kind of off that wave. I I love CD Lamb coming in this year too. I thought he was gonna have an excellent year. I still think he could turn it around, absolutely. I'm, but at the same time, it's like the Dallas is really struggling there in the passing game. And their offensive line, I, I I'll be honest with you, they don't look as good either. He's had four catches, eleven, I mean four receptions, eleven receptions, four, four, four. 77 yards, 143 yards, 53 yards, 36 yards, 49 yards. He has one touchdown on the season. He's not better than Devontae Smith. We're going to talk about putting him up there with A.J. Brown and Stephon Diggs and the premier wide receivers in the league? No. No. Well, that's a consensus. No. Consensus my ass, bro. I'm not, like, I don't even want to hear that. Again, just because you don the 88 and, and, and play for the Cowboys, you're non-existent, bro. You're the best wide receiver on the team. But is that his fault to a degree? Yeah, because I was told that McCarthy – was taking over the play calls and he was going to be just fine. I was told Dak Prescott's a top 10 quarterback. I was told the uh, offense is going to be just fine. You know what they're missing? They're missing Ezekiel Elliott. They're missing Amari Cooper. Bro, Tony Pollard. Here's the problem with Tony Pollard. When, I don't think I don't think they're missing. Zeke. They absolutely are. They're I missing, don't, I they're don't missing his pass protection and they're missing his, his short yardage. Tony Pollard isn't banging between the tackles. This year, anyway, and this is what I was saying, and I don't know if this is because of his leg or it's because of the workload, but Tony Pollard does not have the burst that he had a year or two ago, and it's evident. They're not even using him in the passing game, and that's – I don't think that that has anything to do with the injury or Zeke. I don't think they're not using him in the passing game because their offense has no juice. Their offense is boring as shit. There's, like, there's not a reverse. There's not a flea flicker. It's nothing. They don't have an identity. They, That's have, like they don't know what they're what they are. I don't yet. know what they. I mean, right. you throw that. But he, uh, Dak Prescott, I think it was his first pick. He threw that bomb to uh, Brandon Cooks, and it's like it was five yards thrown over his head. And it's like you brought in Brandon Cooks to be your deep threat. Uh, Gallup was supposed to be back off of his ACL. I actually think Gallup's pretty good. They signed him to a deal, so obviously they did too. Yeah. Where is CD? Or is it they're missing Kellen Moore that much? But you wanted to be ground and pound but you're not grounding and pounding because you can't score. You can't get tough yardage. What is it? I mean, CD, I mean, look at these numbers for CD lamb, bro. He's it, it's four yards. It's four catches a game for 50 yards. Is this Kyle Pitts? Stop. This is, that's ridiculous. Bro. He's been hard. Dude. He's had one good game. That's ridiculous. To even put him in the same breath as that. I'm bro. He's had one good game for real. Like I'm being dead serious. He, look well, at his numbers, bro. He's had one good game. He has 358 receiving yards. What are we talking about? No. Are you supposed to be a top five, top ten wide receiver? He's definitely having a down year. There's no, there's no doubt about it. But I would guarantee he scores this week. I think he's. I think oh he's, well, they're playing against an ass defense. They're not winning that game, but it doesn't matter. I, I, I think he's going to score. I think they're going to get him the foot. They're, they're actually going to feed him this game. 
I think he I I expect 10 plus targets for CD Lamb this game. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets 15. I think they're going to feed him like Bengals feed Jamar Chase. I I do. You do? When Jamar Chase came out and he was frustrated, what happened? They fed him the ball, 19 fucking targets. Let's all right, right? here we go. I'm going to give you this real fast. CD Lamb, 27 receptions, 358 yards, uh one touchdown. Yeah. Player B, 30 receptions, 335 yards, uh, one touchdown. Guess who it is? Take a stat. I mean, that's hard. There's a ton of them, but. Christian Kirk. Yes, sir. Great uh, guess. Damn, I didn't even know that. That's an amazing guess. That's awesome, dude. But that's what I'm just saying. Who's better, CeeDee Lamb or Christian Kirk? You, you would argue CeeDee Lamb. But CeeDee Lamb is better than Kirk. I, I don't know. When the Jags signed Christian no, Kirk. No, look, C.D. Lamb is better than Christian Kirk. No, no, no. I wasn't saying. Absolutely. I'm just saying. I'm taking C.D. Lamb producer. over Christian Kirk. All day long. But All I, day I, long. I'll be honest with you. I was so wrong about him because when the Jags signed him to a four years, oh, $84 yeah. million dollar deal, I was looking at them like, what the fuck were you on? And they, they was looking at me and back like, what the fuck you want, fam? Because this dude's balling out. Do you he's, think, he's legit. Do you think the Cowboys season is teetering? I don't think it's teetering, man. I think it, it's just a loss. It's, it happens. Like, it, like, was it a bad loss? Absolutely, because like, I think it's bad for their psyche, definitely, because now they have to get over the hump of, fuck, we got to beat San Francisco. How the fuck are we going to beat San Francisco? For, 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 uh, for, an us, for us to move on and get to the promised land. Phil, can you get me a tissue? I got a nosebleed. Oh, shit. <laughs> See, that's what happens when, when you debate me. Yeah. No, it's yeah. so fucking hot in I'm here. Kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> But what I was saying is, um, what are we talking? We were talking about a uh, fucking, um, who are we talking about? Oh, See, Dallas, right? Yeah, yeah, Dallas. Oh, yeah, the, about, about their season. Yeah, they do have a, a, a upcoming stretch. I will, I will say that their next three games ain't looking too hot for them. At LA against the Chargers, at home against the Rams, and in Philly on November fifth. Then they play the Giants. Then they play the Carolina Panthers. Then they play the Commanders. Then they play the Seahawks, which I can see them. They can get four wins there. Then they play the Eagles at home. Then they play in Buffalo. Then they play at Miami. Then they play Detroit at home. Then they play at Commanders. Oh, they, I wanted to ask you. They got a they got they got a fucking schedule. Who's who who's better, Char, uh, Cowboys or Lions? Right now, the the Lions are playing better. Absolutely. I don't say that. Absolutely, bro. The Lions are playing. Cowboys have a tough schedule because they're. We're going, I, I would say. So remember when I said Cowboys were the second best team in the in the NFC? Yeah, that was. That was. Cap. That's that's fucking cap. The, the second best team in the NFC is probably. Eagles, Eagles or Niners. It's the Eagles. I'd say it's the Niners. I, I would say the Niners are the best team. They have looked the best. Like, like bullshit aside, fandom aside. Yeah. Hard aside. I agree with you. Like, I, I'm going based on what I am watching. There ain't nobody fucking with the Niners right the now. The Niners are good. The they Niners are, are really good. Damn good football. And you know what team. it is? He needs to get his flowers, man. Brock Purdy is He's a good quarterback. Good, man. Brock Purdy's a baller. Yeah. Brock Purdy's a good quarterback. He is. He's, He's a, a good, good quarterback. Good. I'm tired of hearing about scheme. I don't care if he was picked in the eighth round, the ninth round, the tenth round. He's good. Bottom line, Brock Purdy's good. Did. Do you think he has the chance to be the best quarterback in the league at, at, at any point if he puts up numbers like this and he keeps winning no. and he wins a Super Bowl? No. You don't think so? No, because I feel I think he can be a top 
I think he could push. What I'm saying is, do you think he's a young Brady? He's better than Brady. He's better at this point than Brady was when Brady started. When Brady first came in and started for the Patriots, Brock Purdy was better right now. I will say that. In his early years, he's better from a from a talent standpoint because Brady won the Super Bowls, but Brady was mid at that in those first two Super Bowls. But Brady was also I mean, look, Brock Purdy was the Mr. Irrelevant. Right? I know, I know. And Brady was pick one ninety nine. So you would think like it's yeah. the same fucking player. It's the same I, I know, I know. I'm just saying I think right now I do I think Brady It's can, a different league though. Yeah. Can Brady Let's be real? Can Brock Purdy be Brady? No, they'll never be that because Brady was the first. But can Brock Purdy be an excellent quarterback? Yeah, I already think he's an excellent quarterback. He's already got that. Oh, I, I I think Brock Purdy's fantastic. I think Brock Purdy could play fucking good football. He does, dude. He knows where to go with the ball. He I just doesn't think look he's flustered. Really good. He's just good. Yeah. Um. Uh, I wanted to say real fast. Uh, Cowboys season is teetering. Absolutely, because they're going to lose to the Chargers on Monday. They're three and three through the easiest part of their schedule. They got the Eagles coming up, the Rams. Um, it's going to be great. Do you think they're actually going to collapse like that? You think they're going to lose four in a row? Yeah, I think right now, um, um, the the Cowboys are more likely to miss the playoffs than they are make the NFC Championship game. They're what? They are more likely to miss the playoffs than they are to make the NFC Championship game. Because there are four teams definitively better than them in the NFC. Who? The Eagles, the 49ers, the Seahawks, and the Lions. Do you think the Seahawks are definitively better? Than yeah, the Geno Smith is playing better than Dak. Pete Carroll is better than McCarthy. DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are better than anyone they have. And Kenneth Walker is outperforming Tony Pollard. I don't know if I'm ready to put Seattle ahead of Dallas. I am. I'm not there yet. But I can get behind them being fourth. Who? Dallas. At best, they're fourth, but Seattle's better in every in every facet. In every facet. Why? Why do you say that? I just told you. They have better wide receivers. They have a better run game. They have a better but coach. Seattle has slipped up along the way. They're four and one. But they've but they lost too, right? Yeah. They lost opening week to the Rams when their fucking two offensive linemen went down and look how they turned it around. That's what their, a good team does. They got their ass smacked. Okay. But that's what happened. You you take that lump, you come back, you beat the Lions, and you get on your roll, and you start going. Are you taking DK Metcalf or CeeDee Lamb? I'm taking DK, DK Metcalf. They did beat the Lions. That's a good win. That's a credible. That's a credible win. It is. It's a credible win. And the first and the Dallas has no credible win. They play three shit teams. They go for a credible win and get smoked. And that's what I was saying, bro. I made I made the 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 clip about it. That's what I've been saying, and I told you, bro. I said, don't buy into this team. And I know you. I know you're just saying that. I know you're not a Dallas fan, and we were having fun with it. But I'm just saying, do not believe the hype with Dallas. Did Micah Parsons even play on Sunday? The best uh, uh, defensive player you've ever seen? Did he even play? He had a bad game. Because he's not Lawrence Taylor. He's not the best player in the league. Where is the defensive player that everybody's talking about? I watched Hassan Reddick put Matt Stafford on his ass. I watched the Son Reddick ball the fuck out. Like, again, Michael Parsons is just the name, and then he's doing the podcast. What are we doing? Michael Parsons is a ball hawk. Marco Parsons is really good, but he is an unaccomplished player. He is an unaccomplished player. 
Can we just stop with that? He's not better than TJ Watt. He's not better than Nick Bosa. He's not better than Joey Bosa. Is he better than Hassan Reddick? Again, look at the stats. Oh, I know. Defensive stats are different than offensive stats. I don't know. The guy's got more tackles and more sacks and more QB hits, more forced fumbles, more fumbles returned. I, I, I don't know what you're saying there. I don't know what's going on with that. I just keep saying it over and over. Stop buying into the fucking Cowboys. They do the same shit every year. They win the offseason with the hype, and then they come in, they beat up on bad teams like they just did, and the first shot you get to get a quality win and put, silence all the doubters, you fall flat on your face. And I'm just sitting back there like, told you. Let me ask you a question. Do you don't think Lawrence Taylor has never had a game where he hasn't had an impact on the game? I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did, but he also has MVPs and shit. But – I, we weren't alive, and it's probably different for the social media era. Era, but bro, it's it's actually wild. Like there are people that think Michael Parsons is without question the best defender in the league. Oh, I, I think he is, but he's simply not. But who? who but who do you think he is? T.J. Watt's better. T.J. Watt makes more of an impact. Nick Bosa makes more of an impact. Last year, Hassan Reddick had more of an impact. Look what Hassan Reddick did in that NFC Championship game, bro. It's Come tough. on, it's tough. So you would take T.J. Watt over Michael Parsons? Yeah, I what just tell but here's my thing. What are the accolades I, that gives look, Michael Parsons I, I'm not, all this I'm not, shit? I'm not mad about TJ Watt. I like TJ Watt. I think he's really good. I picked him to be defensive player of the year last year, and he actually won. Yeah, I picked Michael Parsons this year because it's like put up or shut up. And you can make a case he is. Michael Parsons made defensive player of the year this year. I mean, why not? Bring up his stats. How many stocks does he have? Uh, it's got to be like at least a couple, right? How many stat? How many sacks? Yeah, four. Four sacks. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's not bad. I, I just my thing is, dude, is just like I, I I don't understand. But the impact is the pressure rate. The pressure rates. The pressure rates. When he's getting constant pressure, that is what the impact is that he makes. It doesn't always. That's see, defensive impact doesn't necessarily always go on the stat sheet. It's not going to look pretty on the stat sheet, right? Yeah. A cornerback ain't going to have a lot of tackles. If he, you're telling me Darrell Revis, his stats, he has just say he had 55 tackles in that one year, right? Yeah. And he had 10 picks or seven picks, right? Yeah. He had seven picks with 55 tackles. You think that's a good year? Yeah. But you think it's defensive player of the year kind of worthy shit? I mean, I don't. Based on statistics, on defense side of the ball, I, I'm yeah. I'm genuinely asking because yeah. what I'm saying is the point I'm making is is that defensive stats don't always really tell the full story for that for that for that player. I mean, Hassan Reddick has one less sack than Michael Parsons and has played in two less games. <laughs> like I'm just what, this saying, year, this year, dude. No, I know, but you got to understand, like there's other it, defensive stats don't always tell the full story, though. No, I know that. I know that. But I'm just telling you, when you when you when every time I look at player A and player B, and it's Hassan Reddick versus Michael Parsons, the stats are fucking similar for a guy that everybody is telling me is far and away the best player and the best defensive player in the league. And I'm just saying, if that was the case, the stats would the solo stats, the sacks, the forced fumbles, they would be blowing others out of the water. And but there's a player in your own division that gets no notoriety. Because he's getting double teamed, bro. But, bro, that's... Reddick, Reddick is on a squad that is absolutely loaded on the front. Right? He's got Demarcus Lawrence. Right? I'm just saying. Yeah. Right? So he's he's getting single teamed 
a lot more than 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 uh, Parsons. Oh, good one, Chris. Jalen Carter has three and a half sacks. He's been a fucking monster. Yeah, Jalen Carter's been fucking excellent. I know. That's a, a different. That's he's a different a thing. He's, he's he's fire. Yeah. Anyway, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm just. I just get pissed off because it's like these. Ca- I just. I. I just. My hatred for the Cowboys has gotten back. To no, where I get it, but this. But the, it, it, this defensive stats don't really. It, it, nobody takes defensive stats into. How do you consider- win defensive player of the year? Well, I think it depends on the position too. Like cornerback is going to be different than than somebody that's a defensive end. I defensive end is not going to have a lot of tackles. They're just going to have a, they're just going to have a lot of sacks. But my thing is, is the impact. That's the impact the, that they have on the, the game. impact you need to make. But if you're just running around the field, and it's just like, yo, he's always around the ball, and they're assisted tackles. It's like, okay, well, you're a defensive end. You're supposed to be rushing the quarterback. Like, how are you the best defensive player in the league? And the best way to stop you is to run at you. Let me ask you a question. Do you think teams go in and 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 think, oh my God, we got to stop Hassan Reddick? No, but that's not my problem. I think they do. Right? They should. I think they do. But I don't think they look, they they, they fear him just as much as they fear Micah Parsons. But they should because Hassan Reddick had better numbers than Micah Parsons. Like Micah Parsons, that's what I, you got to you got a game plan around him because you got to know where he's at all the time. But we know the, the game field. plan. Bro, run the ball at him. When you watch Parsons, man, the dude, the dude just jumps off the screen. I, I, I'm i going to be able to explain it better one day. But when I watch Maybe. him, bro, I know, I'm I, dead ass serious, man. It, it's like it's different, dude. Like, no, I it's know. It's a weird kind of thing. Like he is a fucking freak of nature. Like he, he's, he, just, he just commands a lot of attention. And Jalen Carter and Nico don't? I, I mean, I don't I'm understand. No, no. But the Eagles have more dogs on the front. That you gotta pay attention. If you double Fletcher Cox, you're singling Hassan Reddick. You single Hassan you double Hassan Reddick, you're singling Jalen uh, Carter. Jalen Carter is gonna eat up anybody in his league. He's he is a fucking freak of nature. He was our rookie defensive player of the year. Yeah, he, and he, he's got that. And I think he's gonna get that in the bag. I think he's legit. I think he's like one of them ones. I wanna um so yeah, I think the attention span matters when it comes to schemes and defense and 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 offensive schemes against the the line absolutely yeah. it matters i know look I, gonna, I just i just i think i believe that we will see we will see and but i love reddick reddick is fucking good reddick is he's a awesome. fucking top fucking defensive player in the he's league. awesome and i'm just he's part, awesome i'm just part on i'm tired of these cowboys getting all this notoriety and they just year after year it's like yo, you're a great regular season team and it's it, it's the same hype every single year Bro, they were three. They they beat up on all these shit teams, and everybody was like, "Yo, they're going to the Super Bowl. They're better than the Eagles. This, that, this, that." You play a good team, bro, and it wasn't even like it was competitive. And that's that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you could beat the Jets. You could beat the Patriots. You could beat the uh, who's the, the, the the Giants. Those teams suck. They're three of the six worst teams in the league. And then you lay the egg against Arizona, and it's like, come on, man, come on. But uh, let's go back to the Eagles. E- uh, week six preview. Eagles minus six and a half at the Jets. Do you think there's an upset or did the Eagles keep rolling? Eagles are going to keep rolling. Zach Wilson's going to have a hard time against his Eagles defense. I expect the Eagles to win here. I expect the Eagles to cover. Um, Jets coming off a win. I, I just don't see a, a back-to-back uh, performance from them. I think the Eagles absolutely cover the six and a half here. I think the Eagles dominate this game. I think the off- the defensive line should eat up that offensive line and just they're, they're going to crush um, – Zach Wilson. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, not really much to debate on that. That's just no. Nah, this the way game, that game, this is, game is boring as fuck to me. I, 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 there's nothing there much to, to really talk about. I, I just, 
I, I expect the Eagles to 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 perform well. I'm looking forward to seeing Jalen Hurts against his defense. So yeah, this is a big test for him. But I think the Eagles roll. Patriots minus three at the Raiders. Uh, Bill Belichick versus Josh Daniels. Who do you think needs this game more? Yo, oddly enough, man, it's got to be Bill, bro. Ain't that crazy? It's got to be Bill. I thought you were gonna say Josh, but I, I'm I'm happy you said that because it's really the truth. And it's just, but. It's crazy to say that about a game in October. It has to be a bill, bro. When you get blown out 38 to 3 and then come back the next week at home and lose 34 to 0. You got it. Like the, this is this this is the, the microscope is on you, Bill. It's put up or shut up this time. Like this is the game like I think the the Patriots could should should actually win. Yeah, if the Patriots played like they did in the first couple weeks of the season, they're beating this Raiders team. Oh yeah, the last two oh, yeah. weeks, I don't know what's going on. I know they had injuries. I know they had some bullshit going on, but they have played That's absolutely no piss poor to the point where they're making their, their head coach, Hall of Fame head coach, arguably the best coach of all time, look like garbage. That's what's going on here. It's it's sad to say, but yeah, Bill absolutely needs this game more. I feel like there's a lot of pressure on him, bro. If Bill Belichick loses this game. I can't even imagine. I'd be embarrassed. It is embarrassing. Do you think the loser of this game should pack it in and go for a quarterback in the draft? I think I think they're going to do that regardless. I think either win or lose, either team wins, either team loses, I think they're getting their quarterback in the offseason. Where do you think Mac Jones goes? That's tough, man. Because when I'm looking around the league, I think a lot of teams don't really want those off – yeah. You know what I mean? Like those, I if he those casted the, off I if he, quarterbacks. I know the Bucks and Baker was a was was a marriage, but I don't see anywhere else. What about the Rams, the Vikings? The, the Vikings Broncos. can be interesting, you know, but I mean look, it depends on if you believe in Mac. If yeah. you believe Mac Jones is a top fifteen quarterback, absolutely you're gonna be interested. Yeah. Absolutely. There's top 15 quarterback. If you have a top 15 quarterback, you could be successful. Absolutely. I mean, look at look at the Niners. You could argue Brock Purdy is a top 15 quarterback. And it's not it's not it's Abs not a question. Absolutely. Geno Smith, same fucking thing. Yep. Jared Goff, same, same fucking thing. thing. And they're all good teams. And I'll tell you what, all three of those are better. Right now, they're better than Dak Prescott. So I, I don't know where Matt goes, man. It would be interesting to see. Yo, what if he went to the Raiders? <laughs> I know. <laughs> With yeah. Josh. Who do you got in this game? I got, I'm going to New England. Um, I am too. And honestly, I had no idea why. Only reason I'm saying New England is because it's like at some point, it's got to give. Bro, I watched them against the Saints and they had, I have never seen New England look like New England. Like they that. looked inept. They looked like they were, they didn't have training camp. They looked like they got beat in every single phase in that game. And I, I couldn't believe it. I know. It's hard. It's weird seeing that it's shit. It's weird seeing a Bill Belichick team get the shit beat out of them. Like 34 to 0, Bill. Damn, bro. And the following week, 38 to 3. Like you scored three points and gave up fucking 70 something like, in bro, two weeks. The, the the differential in points is 69 in the last two weeks. I fuck with that. That's fucking crazy. Me too. Absolutely. <laughs> but what I'm saying is 69 points. It's wild. Shit. Um, Lions minus three at the Buccaneers. Which one of these two teams? Two teams that have both had impressive starts, but who do you think is more? Got to be the Bucs, bro. I, I know the Lions beat the Chiefs. I know. I get it. But the Bucs being where they are right now, 
They, I think their win total was about six and a half wins. Bro, they're the best team in that. Division. Five and a half wins. They, they were, they were a mile long shot to win this division. They were dead last. The, the Bucks and the Bucks look like they have rise from the ashes. Baker Mayfield looks pretty good. Mike Evans has performed really well. I know he's injured. I know he has a hamstring injury. Chris Godwin's been getting involved. Rashad White's getting involved. He's got 17 touches per game. He's excellent. Um, I know he could probably be a little bit, you know, more efficient. But at the same time, they're getting they're getting their players involved. And eventually, when good players get involved, they are going to crack open and they are going to produce. So I think the Buccaneers to me have been the most impressive. And I know the Lions have been good. I'm not trying to take it away from them, but the Bucs to me have been quietly impressive yeah um i i can't believe the buck start I, I really can't i'm so happy for baker dude yeah i'm so happy man that's awesome because you know how big of a fan i am um he's totally rebuilding his image and but the lions when's the last time the lions were four and one i told you bro they're going to the nfc championship game i they, love the lions i like the lions they're going to the nfc championship fan. game i'm a fan of the lions i think they're a good team i've always they thought are. they were a good but team. as far as the more impressive start it's the buccaneers because nobody thought they were going to be anything no way dude um bucks are all coming off a bye week lions are coming off a big win against the panthers who you got i got the lions here i i i think they're the better team and i think the better team and dan campbell always going to have his guys focused regardless i'm going to go with the lions here I'm worried about this game because I think like the temperature in fucking Tampa in October is fucking hot, bro. It's hot as shit. I was there last year, bro. I was burnt head to toe. Climate change. I was fucking burnt. <laughs> I was as red as my as my Tampa shirt, the Buck shirt, and, and, my, and my shirt was red. You as red as your eyes. I yeah, it, it's red. Not nah, a wore down. Oh, they wore down. The first hour, you were you were. I was on some shit. Yeah. Fire. Anyway, but yeah, no, I, I got the Lions here. Um, I'm going Buccaneers here. I'm going the Buccaneers. It's just a hunch. And they're coming off a bye. Yeah, I, I think I think uh, Lions hung 40 on the Panthers. Buccaneers are nice and fresh. Lions got to travel down to Florida. It's hot. Uh, give me Baker and the Bucks <laughs> for the upset. I like it. I Saints mind. minus one and a half at the Texans. Um, do you think C.J. Stroud is a lock for rookie of the year? Offensive rookie of the year. I'm sorry. If he's not a lock, then somebody has to be absolutely going banana land. But I would argue Puka Nakua could go in. Why can't he? If he's putting off these fucking numbers all year, I know. But bro, Puka Nakua is going to win this shit. Not unless. But if CJ Stroud has seven, eight wins, there's no way. If Puka Nakua has a hundred catches this year, one hundred percent, he's getting it. That would if he had 100 catches, CJ Stroud threw for 4,000 yards, 4,500 yards, and had eight wins. I would love to see who won that. It's going to be close because Puka Nakua has 46 catches already in 572 yards and two touchdowns. Remember, he's a fifth round pick. This guy Stroud is the number two overall pick. Like he's supposed to do pretty well. He's exceeding expectations oh, this yeah. quick, right? Yeah. You would say, I, I I thought he would have some growing pains. Yeah, this guy's coming in there and fucking slinging it, throwing 300 like it's nothing. I know. It, and it's like Tank Dell, Nico Collins, Dalton Schultz. Damian Pierce has been asked, too. But how But how do you go against Puka? I know. I mean, look, he has three 100-plus-yard games. 
119 yards, 147 yards, 72 yards, 163 yards, 71 yards. This guy's a fucking monster. Fucking 50. If this guy's season ended right now, at next year in fantasy, you looked at this and you said 47, 46 catches, 572 yards, and two touchdowns, and he's a rookie. You would think, wow, there might be like some some potential here for this guy for next year. That's five games, and it's five games, forty six catches. He's on this, pace for eighteen. There's no yards. way this guy is losing. There's no way he's losing, unless he completely falls off the the face of the earth. That ain't happening. But one bad game for him ain't going to kill him. That ain't happening. 46 catches already? He can have four catches and be at 50 in fucking five games. If, I'm sorry, six games. That's insane, that's bro. Who do you got in this game? It's a third of the season. I, well, here's the thing. I, Puka ain't going nowhere. That's for sure. What? He's not going, he ain't going nowhere. Good. Anyway, good. I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't want to get off topic. That's well, I, I'm actually not. Fuck that. I was on topic. Yeah, I know. That's that's what I said. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. You nah, were, Puka. Yeah. I, it's going gonna, it's gonna, to. It could come down to them, too. I'm curious on that. Who you got in this game? Texans. So do I. I the Saints to me are so hard to trust. They're a mid team. And I'm not saying the Texans aren't like are they're easy to trust, but they are the Saints to me are just a hard team to trust. I think the Texans have been playing excellent football. I think the momentum is going to keep keep riding here in, in, in Houston. I like them at home with the upset. If you want to call an upset, I think Houston's gonna is gonna win this football game. So do I. Saints are also coming off a dominant win blowout. Yeah. They're traveling. They're, they're traveling again. Yeah. Uh, no, they're it's still in Dallas, far. but it's, it's still not far. It's still in Dallas. It's like uh, a it's a I'm bus sorry. ride. It's a it's a bus ride away from from New Orleans to to Houston. It's a bus ride. Yeah. A couple hours. No, wait. Weren't they in New England? Yeah. This but week? what I'm saying is they're traveling this. Oh uh, yeah. Like, no, last week against. Yeah. No, I know. Oh, okay. And they come back home, but they're traveling. They're in Houston this week. Oh, I got. There's you. not yeah, much yeah, travel yeah. there, so okay. like I don't think that's a factor in this yeah. game. I just um, think Houston's better. Right I now. definitely got the Texans. They're playing better. Yeah, I got the Texans here. All right, these fucking Cowboys minus two and a half at Chargers. That is a weird line. But it's because the Chargers don't really have a good home field. Dallas Cowboy fans will be in L.A. Um, it's Kellen Moore versus Dan Quinn. They're both very familiar with each other. Oh, yeah. That'll be a battle. Um, who do you think it's more important to, and is it a must win for either of these teams? Look, I think this is a big game for, for either or because if Justin Herbert loses his game, everybody's gonna be criticizing him. They're gonna be like, oh wow, he can't he, he can't he can't win. No, he's he's still struggling, he can't close out, can't beat good teams, he's losing at home. Then if the Cowboys lose, it's like, oh, I told you about the Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? They really are the best team in you know, blah, blah, blah. Everybody's gonna trash them too. So to me, it's like flip a coin. Whoever whoever loses is going to get the brunt of it. Whoever wins, everybody's going to gloat and say, you know, Super Bowl or bust because we already know what the what the hype is with the Chargers. I had them in the fucking Super Bowl. Who do you trust more? Right now, if you had to put your you had to put your house on it, your wow. mortgage on it, what team are you betting? You want you don't know what's crazy? Hmm. I'll take the Chargers because I, I'll take Justin Herbert over Dak Prescott. If I'm putting all my fucking money in this shit, I will take Justin Herbert right now over Dak Prescott. I, am I am I scared as am I scared as shit to lose my bread? Absolutely. So here's the thing: the whole the whole game, I'm going to be biting my fucking fingernail. I feel like they're kind of mirror images of each other, where neither of these teams are trustworthy. That's not both of these teams lose games that they shouldn't. You're giving me two options, though, Mike. No, no, no. I know, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm saying in defense to that. Oh, yeah. Because like I get it. I, I think this game is more important for Dallas strictly because you just got embarrassed by a good team, and now you're about to play another good team. And if you lose 
consecutive games and you lose for the third time in four weeks. Now Dallas is winning this game, bro. If you lose to the Chargers, their season's done. I if mean, look, three and three. If they lose to the Chargers, it's not like a damn man. You lost to the Chargers. It's like yeah, they're a good team too, though. In but, fairness, but no, it, but, but that's the, expectations, the problem. Dallas doesn't beat good teams. But the expectations also, it comes with that, bro. It was the same thing when they blew out the Bucks last year. Everybody said the Bucks were some shit. The Dallas Cowboys blow them out, and it's like, yo, these Cowboys are for real. We go in the NFC Championship game, bro. They all went and got their chin straps lined up and their see-through Jordans with the dirty white socks. And then what happens? They play a good team against the 49ers, and they get the shit beat out of them. It is clockwork with this team. Chin straps and L's. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I'm, I'm chin cool straps it. and L's. That's what it is. Um, Chargers win this game. They win this game by at least eight points. Cowboys go to three and three, and I'm going to have a great TikTok on Monday at about 1130. Please follow us at psychotic underscore iconic. Who you got? I got Dallas. Of course you did. Of course. At least you stay consistent, buddy. Nah, I, 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 I got mean, Dallas, and the only reason why I got Dallas, and I'm the only fucking reason, is they, got, they, they, they just got humiliated. <laughs> But the Chargers are coming off a bye. So, like, yo, you really are a cowboy. But, like, at the same time, it's like, bro, they just got humiliated on a national stage, primetime. They have a chance to kind of erase that because they're on primetime again. They play Monday night. If they get blown out or beat down two consecutive weeks on primetime, oh my God. Oh my God. That's not going to happen. Will you be finally ready to say? What I've been telling you? That's not going to happen. They're not going to get blown out twice in a row and, and uh, on on national stage like that. You just put, I the, don't you think, just put the kibosh on them. I don't think that would happen. I think they're too good of a team for, for that to happen again. You see. A team can learn from, the, from their mistakes. Bro, I, I hope it happens. I fucking hate the Cowboys. I don't give a shit about them. But do I think it's going to happen? I'm going to say no. I think they're going – I think the Dallas Cowboys are going to win this game. I think they need it more than the Chargers because the way their schedule is is shaping up right now, they have to win this game because the the back half of that schedule is not friendly. Yeah, because what do we say? They pull they're playing they Seattle, play? Buffalo, Seattle. the Eagles twice, the Commanders, the Dolphins. Yeah, they need this game. This game means more to them than Chargers. I think I agree. It does. It means more to Dak and the Cowboys than it does to the Chargers. But the Chargers are rested. Coming off the bye, and they're getting Eckler back. I mean, it means a lot to the Chargers, too, because, like, again, bro, like, this is a way too talented team to be yeah. where they are, they're too. They're two and two. They're two and two. If they lose this game, they're going to be two and three. And you look at this roster, like, how the fuck are they two and three? I don't understand that. But Houston, Dallas, Allison. comes back. Yep. That's going to be a factor. All right. Week, I did week four again. What the hell am I doing? No, week, week six. Yeah, week six slate. I don't know why I wrote that down. Broncos at Chiefs. Chiefs minus 10 and a half. Chiefs minus 10 and a half, and I, I can't believe it's that low. I'm serious. I think I, th I think this line should be minus 14. This Broncos team is fucking garbage. I know. I'm taking the Chiefs both ways here. I'm not even thinking twice. I would be shocked if the Broncos even keep it close. Oh, no. There's no way. Ravens minus three and a half at the Titans. I got the Ravens here, and I, I'm not even confident with this pick. Nah, fuck that. I'm going to go with the upset here. I'm going to go with the Titans. I'm gonna I thought Titans. about it. I'm going to take the Ravens on the money line, but I'm going to take the Titans to keep it close with a potential for them to lose. They have seven starters out. I, I, who Titans? Not a Ravens. Oh yeah, no, I'm taking the Titans. I think the Titans. I Mike Rabel knows how to play Lamar. Yeah, I know. 
That's, that's what, I'm what I'm holding on to. Yeah. And three and a half points. I'll take that for the Titans. And I'm home. Commanders at well, no, it's, I think it's a, it's in London, right? Yeah, it's at London. So I'm gonna take the Titans here. Commanders at Falcons. Falcons minus two and a half. I got the commanders. I, I got the commanders. I think dead. they bounce back. This is my iconic lock of the week. Yeah, they got they are gonna bounce them. back. Love them. Yep. Vikings minus two and a half at Bears. Um, I'm gonna go with Chicago here. I think they they are playing a lot better. Um, Vikings don't have Jettas. I think the Bears can can absolutely keep up with them and on uh, offensively the way they've been playing. I think they can they they're gonna win this game. I'm taking the Vikings both ways. I think that with the way the Bears have played over the last two weeks, the Vikings losing Jefferson, I think the whole world is going to bet Chicago. I think it's going to bet Chicago like it's over. I love the Vikings. They're one of my favorite bets of the day. Love them. Uh, Seahawks at Bengals. Bengals minus three. Uh, I'm going to take the the Bengals. I had the Bengals here. Minus three. And I, I hate it. <sighs> But I'm betting. Over. I'm betting on the talent. I'm gonna Good. take. Fuck it. I'm if I'm gonna if I'm. This is the last game for. Me. If they lose this game, you can. You can. I'll never pick the Bengals the rest of the season. I'm taking the Bengals too. I'm if, taking the Seahawks to keep it close though. I think the Bengals could win. win Bengals win by. It might even be a push. No, I think it's gonna be a defensive game. I think this is gonna be a low scoring game. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm taking the unders in this one. I'm taking the Bengals and I'm taking the Seahawks plus the three. 49ers minus five at the Browns. Psychotic upset of the week right here, me, baby. Dude? Bro, this yep. is mine. This is mine. The Cleveland Browns are taking down the San Francisco 49ers. I think the 49ers are sniffing themselves. I think after blowing down Dallas 42 to 10 and, you know, absolutely demolishing them on, on a stage <laughs> like that, Yo, I man. think the Browns are actually going to win this game. I absolutely do. Cleveland Browns are winning this fucking game. The Cleveland fucking Browns are winning this game. All right. So they are. I'm so mad you said that because that was my psychotic upset because, and it makes me nervous. This means their we have defense no is legit. But listen, hear me out. Their offensive line and their defensive line can match the 49ers' offensive line and defensive line. Their defensive backs can match up against their wide receivers. Deshaun Brock Purdy right now is better than Deshaun Watson, but I feel like the Browns are coming off a bye. The 49ers are riding high. I like this spot for the Browns. I, I just do, man. When I look at this And it's game, in Cleveland. Yeah, dude. When I look at this game, I'm just like, there's something off about it. There's something off about it. Yeah. I um, like the Browns. This is this is my PNI upset of the week. Colts at Jaguars. Jaguars minus four and a half. I'm gonna go Jags here. I think the Jags absolutely win. I think they win and and they cover the four and a half. Me too. Jags roll. Yeah. Only thing that's a little bit concerning, they spent two weeks in London. Could they have some lag about coming back home and shit like that? Mm -hmm. uh, Panthers at Miami. Miami minus 13 and a half. 13 and a half is a lot of fucking points, man. That's a lot of points. But I'm going to take Miami minus 13 and a half. I think Miami is... They're one of those teams, like, when you see a point spread like this, like, I feel like you should always just, just, just go with it. Yeah. Because their offense could score at will. And when you have an offense that could score at will like that and you have running backs that could take it to the house at any moment, I'm going to absolutely take the points here. So I'm going to take Miami minus 13 and a half. Me too. When spread, to me, when spreads are that high, you lay those points. They're that high for the reason in the NFL. Yeah. Um, love Miami. Cardinals at Rams. Rams minus six and a half. 
I, I, I got the I got the Rams here. I think they're a better team. I think the Cardinals are going to give them a fight. So I'm going to take the Cardinals with the points. I'll take Arizona plus six and a half. I got the Rams both ways. They, they, they're they better than the Cardinals by a touchdown, especially with Cooper back. It's a second week. He should yeah. eat Puka, blah, blah, blah. Giants at Bills. Bills minus 14. This is my psychotic. I mean, this is my iconic lock of the week. The Bills are absolutely covering this 14. I don't give a shit what anybody says. I know. I get it. Brian Dable's coming back to, to Buffalo. But he's about to get his ass whipped by the Bills. Yeah, I, it, I'm taking the Bills both ways, too. It's actually weird. We have three teams this week that are double-digit. Yeah, lock it up. Crazy. Lock it up for the Bills, bro. All right, everybody, that concludes 177. That was a long-ass two hours, but that was a lot of information. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. We are coming back next Thursday at 8 o'clock. Nick, take it away. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. Also, follow us on all of our social platforms as you do not want to miss our daily content on X, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook, and we will see you guys next Wednesday, or I'm sorry, next Thursday at P&I, baby. Enjoy week six. I'm caps lock different. It's facts, not fiction. Said I black out for real, then the track gone missing. If it's cap, I'm dipping. We ain't talking about a move, then it's flatline finished. When I spaz, I'm grinning. Pull a peel off in the Sadies, and I pass by spinning. It's perks with the slate, but I don't have my skinnage. Took a quick trip, and now I'm back home winning. And I see they eyes pop like I snack on spinach. Pull up to the spot, she tryna grab my digits. I'm already eight shots, a henny past my limit. Here you go. Hazards with a dash full of tickets. I'ma act like I don't see them like I bad eye vision. Y'all can't pass my scrimmage. Why y'all tripping? It's Aruba. I realized I had to.